0: Welcome back to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we are always DTF, and you should be too. So if you have any feedback or content requests, or just want to say hi and tell us how you're feeling about the podcast, then feel free to write in. Our email is dtfpod at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys. So we had a pretty action-packed weekend. That's true. We went to a wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. We watched the Sharks hockey team uh, decide not to be the worst team in the league. So that was pretty exciting. Definitely. Huge relief. Two and four. Working our way to 500. Yeah. And my fantasy football team actually got a win as well.
1: This is very good.
0: Yeah. Minimal be one in 15.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll see. We got plenty to go with that season, but it's not looking good.
1: Yeah, we got to see a lot of friends we don't see very often, because the group got together for this wedding, and that was a lot of fun.
0: Congratulations again, Mike and Danielle. We (laughs) loved your wedding. It was a great time.
1: It was awesome.
0: And then finally, to cap it all off, we did the escape room, which was a lot of fun, but uh, very stressful with the amount of uh, puzzles we had to do.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of uh, decoding and more mind games than the last one we did so it was a little bit more complicated
0: but fortunately we we beat it and we got out of that room or else we wouldn't be here today we would just be living there that's that's where we live now
1: it doesn't seem like it was gonna be very comfortable so i'm glad we made it out yeah
0: definitely but there was that diamond we could have lived with true had we not escaped with it true unfortunately it wasn't real so kind of a flaw in their game no incentive to go back you know fair enough so we had a pretty action-packed weekend full of events and festivities with friends and family. But you know what, Jessica? What? We have an even more action-packed episode to record.
1: That is true. We have a lot.
0: We got delayed with our first episode being two parts, and with the extra week or so that we have to record info on, a lot has happened.
1: That's very true.
0: Too much, have you asked me?
1: Yeah, we might need to dig in.
0: So... We might get through a lot of this quickly just because of time restraints, but we, uh, we're we probably going to start with games and lead into TV and finish off with the Joker review. Sounds good to me. Okay.
1: Let's get started.
0: So on to gaming news. We have a couple delays. Do we? Which is not out of the ordinary, but could be disappointing depending on, on the gamer. True. First off, we have Doom Eternal which was the sequel to the Doom remake, but uh, it was a hit, pretty big hit, Um, and it's been delayed to March 20th, 2020, and the developers said they wanted to live up to the standards of speed and polish that the fans expect.
1: That's actually a good reason to delay it.
0: Yeah, I mean it definitely is, especially with you know Bethesda having the the issues that they're having with with some of their games in the last year. So it'll it'll be good for a win if that's the case. Yeah. But they said it'll be worth the wait for fans. So I guess we'll see. Come March twentieth, or twenty twenty, and then the other delayed game we have is Iron Man VR, which did not look appealing necessarily with the uh, demo video trailer that they showed. But that's because it's VR. And that's one of those platforms that you kind of need a first-hand experience to really appreciate and understand like what you're getting into. Otherwise, it just looks like gameplay.
1: Yeah, VR really is kind of like a you-had-to-be-there situation. It's...
0: <laughs> Extremely. You cannot explain yeah. <laughs> what VR is to get somebody hooked. You have yeah. to just let them play it. Yeah. And so uh, that's when I was looking forward to, particularly. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't look the Grizz graphically but um, I have yet to play it and from the people that say they have played it it sounds like it's a lot better than it seems from the debut trailer Uh, so that yeah that's they didn't really give a release date initially it was just holiday 2019 and now it's going to be February 28th 2020 which oh
1: that's not too bad is
0: it far yeah Yeah. it's It's just
1: in time for my birthday
0: yeah (laughs) well you know I was trying to buy it for you (laughs) So yeah, so there's a couple delays, but you know, plenty of games coming out, so I don't think it'll be a big problem to wait a little bit longer for these titles. As a gamer, I always need more time. I don't know about you.
1: <laughs> the list of games that I have to play is insanely long.
0: Sometimes I kind of wonder if I am addicted to video games or addicted to buying them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But we do have good news on the Marvel front for gaming. A little sweet to add to the sour for the Iron Man VR. Yeah. The uh, Avengers Damage Control VR experience was announced for, uh, what's that place? The Void?
1: The Void. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the place we went to. So That's I, the
1: one that has the Star Wars thing. Yeah, well.
0: okay. I don't know if they're owned by Disney or if they just have like a contract or with partnership Disney. Partnership yeah. of some sort. But it seems they have all Disney-related franchise VR experiences.
1: Well, we're definitely going to have to take an LA trip for that.
0: Yeah, and so like, <laughs> well, you know, we did the Star Wars one a few months back. And, um, I mean, it was fun. It was yeah. short, but yeah. it was fun and... I'm looking forward to what Avengers can be. And they kind of like hinted at that when we were there. Yeah, yeah. So that was... What did
1: they say? I can't say what it is, but I think it'll be marvelous. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Weird.
0: (laughs) I wonder what you're trying to say. (laughs) But yeah, so the description for that is... uh, You will follow players as they fight against a villain attempting to steal equipment made through Wakandan and Stark technology. I believe Doctor Strange and Black Panther will be the primary protagonist that you either follow or play as. Interesting. So.
1: It's an interesting pairing.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to tie in to the MCU, the way it's yeah. playing out. I, it seems like they're going to probably have like, based off the artwork we saw it was like two Iron Man looking suits. Yes. One purple, one like orange. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they're going to be in those suits. Ah,
2: okay. okay.
0: Or, or we're going to be in those suits. Yeah. Helping them. Right. Something along the lines of that. Yeah. But it'll just be like a fun little experience to like work with, you know, a handful of Avengers. I'm sure they're not the only two that will be in it. Yeah. But um, Well, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's supposed to be mid-October, I believe, at the release date. is like the 18th. Sweet. So we are really close to that. Uh we finally have a release date for Google Stadia. Yeah. Which is one of those things I've been very intrigued by, but like I didn't sign up for it. Right. Because I don't know how great our internet would be yeah. for the four K streaming that they're yeah. They're preaching they can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't know how realistic that is. But I'm definitely gonna keep my my eyes open on on how this performs when Definitely. it comes out uh because they, initially they didn't really have a release date they just said it would be end of 2019 right right so yeah. so this falls in line It's pretty expected yes but yeah it'll be interesting in the next few years to see how how google approaches the gaming industry and if if they can compete or if they're gonna attempt it and, and give up if they find hurdles you know they, yeah they they have abandoned some things in the past true so but, you know, more competition only helps the gamer, right? That's true. Along the same concept of game streaming, uh, Microsoft has their Project xCloud preview available. Yeah, i heard
1: they're sending out invites or whatever based on people that had signed up last month.
0: Yeah, so it was invite, or you could sign up, but I guess not everybody who signs up yeah. would be given the preview. It's, it's basically going to be invite after that within those submissions. Yes. So... We, unfortunately, did not get that. I don't
1: know. No, think... I filled out the little, uh, like, sign-up thing earlier in the car just for fun, but I know... I Then I afterwards saw that they started doing it last month, so I was like, well, that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. Whatever. It was worth a try. Shits and gigs. <laughs> we'll see
0: what happens, but yeah. I highly doubt we're ever going to get it now. But it's fine, because we tried at E3 uh, yeah. back in June, so that was an even earlier experience. Yes. So, like, I imagine it's even better yeah. for this batch of beta testing.
1: Yeah, most likely.
0: And that worked smoothly. It we, was, yeah. We, well, I think they were on... What kind of phones were they using?
1: Samsung S something. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I know at least like a couple... Because they had a couple no different iPhones? phones. They might have had an iPhone. But I know they had a couple different phones going yeah. And one of them that I, I saw... I do want
0: to say they had iPhone 10 as one of I'm, them.
1: They probably did. But I had asked about one of them because it looked familiar. And they were like, oh, that's a Samsung whatever to us," And I was like, okay. Oh, okay.
0: But, yeah, I mean, that was, they had a few games when we were there for that, and it was, I think I played Gears of War 4, Halo 5.
1: And Resident Evil 7.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I tried Resident Evil 7. Yeah. But what's interesting about this is they seem to only have Gears 5, Halo 5, Killer Instinct, Sea of Thieves for this preview, right? Yes. So that's not, you know, that's not a shock because they're, clearly going for their first party titles for you know no one, one product placement and two to yeah show off that it can perform yeah. and this is a good like variety here cuz you have killer instinct which is a fighting game which you're going to need to present that you can show you know the the speed and 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 refresh rate that you need yes for for the streaming to
1: to work well with the fighting
0: yeah yeah cuz i mean if if that if that game alone is laggy yeah. then that's not a good sign for the yeah. service. Not
1: being able to see what th- is happening on the screen, so you don't know what move to make yeah. next is going to be difficult. For and then
0: team. Sea of Thieves for it's more of a relaxed, slow slow game, I would say, right? I think.
1: Uh, I didn't play much, but yeah.
0: It Yeah, it was...
1: There's, like, fighting in it, but for the most part, you're just, like, wandering around in the ocean.
0: Yeah, but, it, it's more of a calming kind of game, I yeah. feel like. Gears 5 and Halo 5. I think Gears 5 will be a good one to test, because I guess they didn't have... They had four. They didn't have five of them. Right. E3 was obviously four because yeah. it wasn't out yet. So that would be an interesting one to see because of the uh, performance that it needs. So, yeah. I mean, am looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Yeah. Project X Cloud and Google Stadia will be very uh, very interesting to, to, to check out.
2: Yeah.
0: And then we got some exciting news for the feature of gaming on the console side outside of streaming. Yep. Yeah. You know, we've had the Xbox Scarlet and PlayStation 5 rumors of like when it would be released. Scarlet, I guess we had like a window for a little while now since E3 or so. Mm -hmm. But uh, now we officially have PlayStation 5 information.
1: And they're both set for holiday 2020.
0: Yes. And I don't think that's a huge surprise. No, not at all. (laughs) Especially with the, the light nature of their content. For the first-party exclusives, yeah. you know, like we've had, we have a few games left that are big titles, but they didn't really have release dates for a while. They kind of trickled those out, but it, it feels like they're very much release dates that are going to be back end of PS4, early end of PS5. So do yeah. you know? Do not be shocked if you see some of these games like Last of Us Two getting released on PS4, then come PS5 getting a re-release yeah. to sell it a second time. <laughs> such jerks yeah
1: yeah it's definitely gonna happen
0: yeah but yeah so we got some pretty decent information on that and i mean
1: yeah they both look like they're gonna be um 8k max resolution so that'll be fun to see where that goes
0: yeah but they gotta go buy a I know, 8k like, tv like, do
1: they even have TVs <laughs> at this point? i'm like why is this relevant information to me but cool that's I, fine
0: i think there are <laughs> at least i'm pretty Maybe sure for super rich people yeah they're not i mean 4Ks just came down in price like a year or so ago. I feel like.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that you're right. They probably exist, but I mean, are they are they reachable by the large masses? <laughs> yeah,
0: but the frame rate is going to be 120, and it looks like both consoles, PS5 and Xbox, are looking to, to shoot for that. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign. Yes. Um, one thing that's really exciting to me about the PS5 is the VR support. Yeah. The PlayStation VR will have compatibility with it and that is exciting to me because i don't have to feel like i have to buy a whole another psvr yeah just to play
1: that would be a really dumb move of them to not do that to be honest because i feel like the psvr doesn't have a big enough market share for them to be like yeah everyone's Mm. gonna buy a new one already
0: yeah but it has grown quite a lot i think it's what about three years now it's been out and it's gone pretty well over the last couple years it started out slow but that was expected. Yeah. And it's they stuck with it unlike the Vita <laughs> shade intended. Yeah. But uh yeah, the VR they they have really stuck to that support and it's grown in its user base, I think, over the last year or two. So uh yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to be able to use that on the PS5. I mean I'm planning to get one, but I don't know how soon. You yeah. Know? I always Want them off release, but you know there's always the the concerns of of errors and such for launched consoles.
1: Yeah, uh one thing that's nice it, it applies to both PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. I the only the pretty much the big standouts to me were that they're they're both going to have a SSD solid state drive, so we should expect that loading games will go a lot faster on both both consoles than the previous generations. So oh that yeah, game, that'll be nice.
0: Yeah, of course. And they actually, um, I think they said that the PS5 is being demoed to investors and it's using the Marvel Spider-Man game.
1: Makes sense. And
0: so, like, it's to show the speed and and loading that's, like, been upgraded since the PS4.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, I don't know about, maybe they just haven't announced it yet or maybe they won't go that route, I'm not sure, but, um... PlayStation Five didn't say anything about going all the way back to PS3 for back backwards compatibility, but Xbox Scarlet is supposed to be backwards compatible all the way to Xbox 360. So for people who have like a ton of older games, um, that'll be really nice for them.
0: I mean, I would imagine it would go to original Xbox even because there's already those on Xbox One. Yeah. I don't know if it's confirmed, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. they didn't mention that. I but imagine it's... they're
0: structuring the new console on the the usage of the UI. On, That's what I would imagine too. Yeah because that's been their bread and butter without having the exclusives. Yeah. But um, So yeah, PlayStation 5 has more more information, and one thing that kind of surprised me was they actually had also announced, not really a part of the PS5, but just as far as PlayStation support, they've added a price drop to the PlayStation Now service, which is essentially the equivalent to the Game Pass.
2: Right, okay. Um,
0: It wasn't perceived as good of a service for the longest time but I think they've put a lot of effort into rebuilding right. that service and so it went from $20 down to $10 per month and they you know they're supposed to have PS4, PS3 and PS2 games all on there mm-hmm. which I guess that's a good service for PS5 if you don't have PS2 and PS3
1: Good point.
0: Uh compatibility right on the PS5, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good... If, you know, you care about playing certain games. And I think they have, like, over, like, 100 games. You know, same with Game Pass, whatever. Yeah. It's it's all, you know, just their marketing strategy to... Right. ...to one-up the other. But uh, one thing I did notice was they announced the $10 price drop. But if you sign up for the one year... So this is a pro tip, people. If you sign up for the one-year subscription, you're technically only paying, like, $5 a month because it's $60 for the one year. So...
1: That's a way better deal.
0: I mean, we haven't played it yet. We yeah. have no clue if PS Now Not is worth all. it. Yeah. But when I saw that in the notes, you know, research for the notes, I was thinking, well, fuck, should I try this? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I have the time for more games. Yeah. But <laughs> Not that
1: we don't have one million But <laughs> it might be
0: something that I look into trying, at least just to, like, talk about on on a later podcast, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, I mean, they, they might have sold me at least for... For the yearly. Well... I'd probably try to be honest, just a month. See how it goes. Yeah, just because, you know.
1: It's probably going to depend on if they have like a trash library. Like, if they have good games, then it's worth
0: it. I mean, I I heard they did have a bad library in the beginning, but I think, I mean, they've, I know Uncharted 4 at the very least is on there. They've got a couple, a lot of their newer titles are, I think, God of War, which is a phenomenal game that's on there. So, like, they have good titles. It's just, I don't know the quality of the streaming. Right. Well, or actually, it might even just be download. Yeah. Because that's a Game Pass does. So you just right. download it. So, so, yeah, I think I will do that for a future topic.
1: Uh, so, fun thing that I found out was that Ubisoft wa- is apparently wanting to make cartoons of po- some of their popular video game characters. Uh, they they have something in line with uh, Raving Rabbids. And they also said something about a, a Watch Dogs type situation, like animated for teens. So... I don't know if it's for our target audience or for us at all, but it's an interesting concept for a a primarily video game company to make the jump to TV.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting move. Ubisoft is definitely a company that has a a handful of core franchises that they they really rely on. So do you think that would include like Assassin's Creed?
1: It's entirely possible. I mean, I, I guess in retrospect, now that I think about it, Assassin's Creed did end up in the movie, but it was trash. So, <laughs> like, yeah. well, but I just, just,
0: I just mean like,
1: would they as have far as an a animated... cartoon,
0: yeah. Like, I feel like that would be the only thing I'd care about.
1: Yeah, same. I didn't I see like, it on the list, but I it's... feel
0: like there was already a Rabbids cartoon. Oh well, unless I just made that up. I feel like maybe there was like it's a, just
1: another one. I feel like I don't there was know. like a
0: CGI animated one that had existed at some point. Maybe I made it up, but Watch Dogs, I probably don't care to be honest. I. I never really I've
1: still never played the games. Yeah,
0: we have the second one. I've never <laughs> played it. And I I have don't the know first I,
1: one too, I think.
0: I honestly don't know if I care to. And the new one I don't have any interest in it at all. It just doesn't seem like a franchise that I just wanna invest in, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's good for them. They obviously want to expand the market. I know they did really well with the uh Rabbids uh video game. With Nintendo for the Mario, the strategy game.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: So I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they try to do something like that, even, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, speaking of rabbits, they they also have this coding game, I guess, that they're releasing. Oh yeah. With the rabbits theme, which it sounds pretty interesting. It's a free game slash teaching tool for coding, and it's gonna be on UPlay. So I might check that out. Yeah, that's I've always really been cool. interested in like learning how to do, you know, game coding and such, you know, at least the basics would be fun to, to say that I've dabbled in, you know?
1: So uh, my mistake that actually the Rabbids game has already been a TV show. Apparently I didn't know because I'm not a child, um, but <laughs> they are actually looking at making animated series for uh, Watch Dogs and Far Cry 3 specifically. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, that was one of the more popular of the series, yeah. I believe. So
1: yeah, they said they're going to aim it towards... T- the tween and young adult groups <laughs> it's like, okay
0: pretty big gap i feel like yeah
1: i think it says tween specifically is where they're going with watchdogs and young adults are where they're going with far cry 3 blood dragon
0: blood dragon okay blood dragon yeah. that the, so
1: apparently they're also the, making... it's like
0: cyberpunk kind of oh okay neon lighting
1: oh okay uh fun fun fact they're also making a hungry shark squad which is an adapt- adaptation of the mobile game Hungry Shark.
0: Okay. I don't know I, how you I, make a show out of that. I have that game. And so I do I. On... <laughs> I. think it's on my Switch.
1: Isn't it a mobile? Oh, yeah. They make it on everything, actually. But it's the Nintendo out...
0: Switch has a lot of mobile games. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had seen, I think it's on, I've tried it multiple times. I, like, play it for a while and then I uninstall it, and it's pretty standard. I'm interested to see how they make a plot. <laughs> yeah. It... Yeah. But it's a cartoon, so I guess maybe it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I might check that out. Yeah. But I imagine it's going be just as cartoony as the game.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: You know what they should bring back? Did you remember the Nintendo Donkey Kong TV show? No. I was like, I want to say it was like late 90s.
1: I think that was still my late It was like TV early stage. CGI <laughs>
0: animation and it like looked like really it sounds, bad. Sounds great. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that one. I really enjoyed that show. I, I don't even remember what it was on. I want to say it was on like UPN or something. Who knows? But yeah, that was such a, a ridiculous show. So we're going to bring back. Animated game characters, I, I'd like to see that.
1: Yeah, works for me.
0: <laughs> I mean, they rebooted the franchise, the Tropical Freeze, and all that stuff, yeah. so they could easily do a revamp. Yeah. Get on it, Nintendo.
1: Yep. Oh, so, on the subject of mobile games, <laughs> I found that apparently one person, one single person, sent spent over a hundred and fifty thousand USD on a mobile game, Transformers: Earth Wars. I'm not even sure how that's a possible thing to happen.
0: That is a shit ton of money. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: A hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Wow.
1: I was um when I read the article at first too, because I guess it's an Australian article or something, and so it was like two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And I was like, what the hell? How is that even a thing? So even with translating, even a hundred and fifty thousand is bananas.
0: Yeah, I mean a hundred and fifty dollars would be too much.
1: That's true. You played that game, right? How much yeah. did you spend on it? Like twenty? Maybe?
0: I hope that's all I spent. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I could honestly see this. I mean, if you're rich and you have, like, no fucks to give yeah. when it comes to money, I, yeah. I could see that. Because that game, it was fun in the beginning, but once you got to a certain leveling point, it was essentially impossible to succeed without buying upgrades and stuff got it. like that. okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like all mobile games it, are It was down. basically
0: the Clash of Clans, but Transformers. Oh, God. Which, I mean, was perfect for me.
1: Perfect for you, yes.
0: But like I said, it it got to a point where like I could not defend my base without paying. Yeah. And I wasn't gonna do that. I mean, I spent a little bit, but that was mainly for like getting certain characters that I just really loved from the cartoon and stuff. And And then they also had like such a demanding aspect to the game where you have to be like in a clan and they had like the events that you had to do That's dumb. so like you would have to like contribute to it and then as a, as a team you had to get x amount of points or sparks or whatever the hell it was at the time
1: Yeah, I remember there were times where you yeah. were like I'm in the, I'm in an event right now. I was like I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. I can't talk to you, I guess. Or yeah. <laughs>
0: well, remember the the Vegas hockey trip that we did? Yes. <laughs> so I got kicked out the last day of the event, because I didn't contribute enough to their standards, even though I like obsessively contributed to yeah. that, like for the was months playing before.
1: Like, every moment, it was insane. And I was like, How in the hell did you not yeah, contribute so enough? Yeah, so they for, kicked like,
0: me out yeah. of the clan because I wasn't contributing to that particular event. And I straight up told them before I was like, I'm in a hockey tournament this weekend.
2: Like, real life.
0: I, I won't be <laughs> available like the entire time, but like, I will contribute X amount yeah. on this day. Yeah. And like, straight up said that to like the leader person of the clan booted me anyways and then i called him out on it Mm -hmm. because that's what i do
1: yeah (laughs) what
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then they they said sorry but you didn't contribute and they were just kind of like cocky about it yeah i assume because that's how i took it yeah and then later on they contacted me again to say oh if you want to join in you can because we need Mm -hmm. some more points yeah to, to win And I was like, fuck off.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was like, you had your chance. Yeah. Fuck off. So, I was proud of myself. Yeah. I didn't join them. So, yeah, that that game was fun up until a point, but then it just got so tedious and just like, I I can't invest money in this game Mm because... Like I said, it was just, you just got your base got destroyed if you didn't spend money on it. So it was just impossible to realistically complete yeah. Completely invest in that game. So Yeah. I deleted it over time. But but I mean that thing so that's not a shock to me that somebody would spend that much money.
1: That's just crazy to me.
0: Yeah. The things you could buy with hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: Seriously.
0: I hope they had that money and it wasn't just they now have insane credit debt.
1: Yeah, I know, right? How crazy. <laughs> interesting still on the subject of microtransactions yeah (laughs) Uh, i was uh dicking around on reddit and found that uh joel emsley the art director of infinity ward said that they are not working on loot boxes in modern warfare um and that the functional stuff is unlocked through gameplay so obviously that there's people that are mad because there were screenshots people took from the beta that found that there was going to be loot boxes and crap and people all, like, collectively shit themselves. And so he's claiming that's not a thing.
0: Well, okay, there's two parts here. So okay. There will be loot boxes. It, okay. It's just, it sounds like what he's saying is there won't be loot boxes that uh, affect the gameplay. Okay. It sounds like, because I mean, this is 2019 and cosmetic loot boxes are definitely a thing in every fucking game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, even the, the Call of Duty Mobile one that we... We're going to talk about it in a moment. Yes, that's true. Do the same exact thing. You're right. Just came out, so don't tell me that this one's not going to happen.
1: No, it. no. Yeah, I, I think what he... <laughs> yeah, you're right. What he meant is that, functionally speaking, you will not be disadvantaged by not having
0: yes, it. Yes, it, it's clearly going yeah. to be cosmetic. Because, yeah. I mean, I believe they even had that... I think in the beta they even had, like, hints at that stuff. There's going to be,
1: like, emotes and whatever bullshit that people care about.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, like, your, you know, tags and your background. Yeah. Banners, stuff yeah. like that. It. But they're they're here to stay. They're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Um, because it's like just it just it just now. like the the specific wording where he says uh, functional stuff.
1: Yeah, functional stuff.
0: Functional stuff is unlocked through gameplay. Yeah. Meaning things like kill streak rewards and stuff yes. like that will yeah. be something you get in the game through your success as a player, not through buying not it.
1: Not buying it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, we're likely to see more things like gun skins and yes.
0: whatever. Yes, you're gonna like see that stuff. They always do that yeah. stuff, and that's fine because yeah. I mean that's what people like. Yeah. And personally, I feel like if you're willing to spend that on yeah, go to a
1: home. game,
0: then <laughs> fucking go for it. Yeah. Who cares? No, I not, I don't care. <laughs> as long as you're not like getting an advantage by buying something. Yeah. You know, like I mean, who am I kidding? I, I'm I'm too old to be good at these games anymore. <laughs> Same. Like 10 year olds are just like <laughs> running laps around me, shooting me in the head. Yeah. <laughs> but I still enjoy the game. So, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect me just enjoying the game, I don't really care. But so, leading into that for Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. So, this is a game that came out of the blue for me. Yeah. I honestly, I think I was just working on notes for the last episode and I stumbled across the game i think in an ad or something i don't even remember how i came about seeing the game and it was out so i was like okay click
1: install it's funny because i found out after you started playing it that it had only come out on october 1st so yeah it was only like a couple days before i think that i think it was like the
0: fourth or something i had found it and so i I was like well this is gonna be a terrible game (laughs) call of duty on the phone yeah that's gonna suck yeah played it Not only did it run smoothly and was satisfying, but I was good at it.
1: (laughs) Always a plus.
0: (laughs) I was actually good at it. Now, I did hear that that could be potentially due to Activision putting in bots in place of players that don't... Like, for the user base, if there's not enough players in matches... Okay. Supposedly they could have bots. Oh. I don't know if that's confirmed yet.
1: That could explain some Either things. fucking
0: way. <laughs> if my shit says that I got 25 kills and two deaths and everybody below me has got like one to three kills, yeah. I don't care if I killed bots.
1: <laughs> true. It doesn't really matter, does it? I'm
0: going to soak in my fucking fart smells <laughs> and just know that I'm better than you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But that does explain some things, because um, whenever you first started talking about this game, I was like, whatever, I don't really care, because I don't really do Call of Duty. I think I played, like, once or twice with you back when we first started dating, or something like that. You tried to get me to play Zombies.
0: Oh, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, oh, on Black Post. Ops 2. Yeah, on yeah. On Xbox, yeah. yeah.
1: and I was like, mm, this isn't really my thing, uh, <laughs> but I you was... Were,
0: you were pretty good at that, though. I feel like we got to, like, level 20-something. I feel like we got pretty far, just the two of us.
1: Yeah. But I, I, wasn't happy about it. <laughs> like I was,
0: <laughs> okay. like I was
1: super stressed out the entire time because it was zombies, and I was just like, ah, it was just not. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't do well with that. Hmm. You know how I was when we were trying to play like the Telltale game. Like, that's a Telltale game, and I was yeah, that's still a lot of stress out. having to
0: make a decision. I'm having to make
1: a decision. Yeah, I know. It was whatever. Anyway, so I was like, not. I didn't care about this game. But one day I was, um, I don't know what the hell I was doing, but I was bored and I was at home i was like whatever i'll try this and i actually turned out to be pretty decent at it the controls are a little clunky for me as other people as well i also probably didn't hurt or help that my i chose a phone that was probably one of the smallest phones i could find because i hate all these giant tablet phones and so i guess in this case if i had the larger screen it would have been a little easier to play but it was pretty decent um I, it took me a while to kind of like figure out how things work because I didn't play the main game, but I liked it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. It's, you're not missing any functionality of this game that isn't in the console games. Yeah. They have maps I recognize from all the other games. The graphics look good. Yeah. I think people said that you can adjust settings to like have better quality graphics or better quality, like. Uh, controls, frame, yeah, I frame rate. This. I don't know. Like I didn't get that complex. I literally made no changes to my yeah. settings. I just signed in, made a profile name, and started playing and haven't been enjoying it. The one cool thing, well, I don't know if it's considered cool or weird. <laughs> it was weird when I first did it, but like I got really used to it. I am going to try the other way. So the default in this game is not like the other games. where. So this is like essentially you're just aiming oh yeah
1: and it shoots the whole for con- you.
0: controls is you move around you aim with your right thumb and then it will automatically shoot if you are on the targets yes and that was so weird to me at mm-hmm. first but once you get the hang of it it is so enjoyable yeah but they do also have the option to manually shoot yourself yes. which is traditional <laughs> <Shoot> yourself yeah <laughs> manually shoot yourself yeah <laughs> As opposed to manually shoot yourself. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, they have the traditional method of, of playing the game. And so I will try that. I haven't yet because I was just so used to the new method that right. I was just like, well, this is working.
1: Yeah. This whole not having to actually use the trigger or anything like that work pretty, works pretty well for me since I'm generally naturally a spray and prayer anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And. Even though it has microtransactions, which I expected to be like a big problem, it's really not because you have to unlock guns through your levels, but you're given guns that basically work well, no matter what, it's not like you have terrible guns and then you have to get better guns. I'm default using one of the earlier guns that I get, like I think within the first 10 levels, yeah, which you'll get to very quickly. Yeah. So that aspect it's you don't really need to worry about buying better weapons like they have like weapons that are basically the same stats but like the skins yeah, like a, as yeah. we were established it, the micro trans- transactions is about skins and cosmetics and all that good stuff. One negative I did find once I got th- I want to say it was level 30 or so. Hmm.
1: Uh
0: because there's standard matchmaking and then there's ranked matchmaking. Oh
1: right, yeah, you told me about this.
0: So my one complaint I would say, for my preference is I really enjoy team deathmatch. I do not like domination, which is basically like king of the hill. It's three okay. territories you have to capture <clears throat> while killing people, and I don't particularly dislike king of the hill stuff, but like it's just not fun in this version.
1: I feel like for those kind of um, kind of they're almost like strategy based, and you really need a team of players that you know and you can communicate with. Yeah, right.
0: Like one of the maps was I. F- Today, I had to play, and I was like, well, this is pretty apparent that you have to control the middle section, or else you just have no chance. Yeah. As soon as one team controls it, Mm -hmm. you basically will never get that, because of the strategy of how the the map is set up. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to, like, cancel their territory and then control it yourself. You don't have enough time. There's never enough time to, to hold it that long to activate it yourself. Okay. Unless you get it initially before somebody else gets there. So you basically have to skip the first one next to you to run to the middle one. Oh, I see. To capture it in order to even have a chance to win that match.
1: Okay. Yeah, I haven't um, gotten to that level yet, so...
0: So, like, I, I, level 30, it went from me only playing Team Deathmatch to now playing Team Deathmatch and Domination in Ranked. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know how it works, because I don't think players pick the team type, or the game type, so... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it said um, in ranked it was random only.
0: Yeah, so like majority of the time, I don't know how it's random because majority of the time it's domination, which I don't like. So I've kind of been discouraged to even want to play ranks and just go play the regular matchmaking, Mm -hmm. which I do really well. Yeah, but the stats don't necessarily mean anything because of the fact it's not ranked. Yeah, I'm not adding to my uh, like achievement things that get me rewards because of it yeah so that's one downside uh but overall the game is a lot of fun uh and you know i typically don't play a lot of phone games because of strategy of of microtransactions being necessary to really enjoy them
1: yeah i mean you can definitely like if you want to put a bunch of money into it you can level your shit up faster but you don't have to The only thing I noticed with the guns was, like, it you get a gun and it's level whatever, one. Mm. And you have to play with that gun a million times or whatever. Like, how many times you have to play to get enough XP on that gun to upgrade that gun. So when you get a new gun and you start to use it, you're like, well, this is a trash gun. I don't want to use this anymore. But if you just stick it out and keep using it until you've leveled it up, it's not a bad gun. That's what happened to me. Because I got to, what?
0: No, I was going to say, oh, I just, I felt like it, I didn't feel like it affected my ability to succeed with the gun not having the attachments
1: Um, leveling up. Well, I felt that it did, but I'm not that great. I mean, because
0: the thing with the attachments, it's like, it's all based about how you play. So, like, there's times where I put on attachments that were, like, earlier on attachments than the newer, better... Yeah. I'm using air quotes, people. Uh, (laughs) The newer, better ones, according to, like, the level unlocks.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So,
0: to me, I feel like... It's not really so much that you can't do well with those guns. It's just you just got to find the one that works for you.
1: Yeah, you just have to, uh, like, get some attachments. Because for me, like I said, I'm a spray-and-prayer, so mm. getting accuracy attachments are good for me. Um, and then I also found that I had been using, like, two different attachments that were, like, increased accuracy while aiming down the sights. And I was like, I don't aim down the sights. I'm not using the special aim thing. Like, that's not a thing. So I was like, I don't even need those attachments. It was just kind of silly. Yeah. So, But once I figured out kind of how that worked, I've, able, I've up upgraded a couple of guns now without having to go and buy the stupid upgrade cards. Well, the
0: workaround too is if you have a gun that you have upgraded, mm-hmm. you can use that gun. And then the XP gun upgrades that you get... You just go and put them onto the other gun.
1: Oh, I didn't realize. So
0: you don't have to actually use the gun that you want to upgrade. Oh. You can just hoard your upgrades from other gun usage. Yeah, your other
1: guns like maxed out, but you're still collecting. Exactly. Exactly. I hear I'm being an idiot trying to use trash guns so I can upgrade (laughs) them. whatever now
0: I know yeah so (laughs) that's that's an easy workaround you don't have to use a gun that you're not quite good with if you think you can be good with it later you can just upgrade it from other weapon usage
1: okay well thanks for the tip
0: yeah (laughs) and so that's why I was kind of saying is it's nice because it's like it's not based off having better weapons it's really just about how you play yeah
1: that's true
0: so you don't have to worry about it being pay to win because it's it truly isn't yeah but it's very clear with all the uh, they have a lot of like little event things already yeah. that are like very clear that they're going to have like cosmetics and yes. stuff that are going to try and suck people into wanting every cosmetic. Even yes. if it's just like a skin on a gun that they yeah. already have. The stats don't change really on the guns. It's just. It's
1: just a color. Exactly. Like my gun is green now. Yay. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> they're going to suck you in the plane more or I assume you might even be able to buy credits. I don't know. But I, I haven't looked into it that much. Yeah, you but can. I assume you buy credits that will then buy the guns.
1: Yes, you can do that.
0: But again, they're just cosmetics, so it doesn't yes. really matter. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter. Um,
0: but I mean, there might even be times where they have new guns, but they'll be like Their essentially the, the same, same stats as another yeah, gun. I'm sure, I'm sure will. that will happen. Of course
1: they will,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I suggest to anybody, uh, if you have not played it and you're looking for a gaming experience on your phone i i had a blast with this game yeah uh, we are using i'm on a pixel 3a xl
1: and i'm on a pixel 3
0: and so those are the the phones we've been using
1: yeah
0: i personally have felt like my battery life has been very reasonable and i've spent hours on this game i i want to say it's dropped 30 to 40 percent, maybe off a few hours of non-stop play yeah And I haven't had any overheating issues as far as I'm aware. Yeah. I have not seen any lag in the processing of the game.
1: I think the only lag I've seen is really related to my reception in the area. And my battery life goes a little faster than yours, but that's a trademark of the XL, or the the 3A XL, is that it had a better battery life than the original not-A versions. Okay.
0: So it could just be my phone specifically is is benefiting. A little okay. bit better,
1: yeah. So but mine wasn't too bad either. I think it gets really it gets bad when it's really low and then it goes down faster, but if it's at like a high battery percentage, it doesn't really affect it too badly.
0: Okay. Well, we'll check that out, you know. We'll see if, like I have some of my older phones, so I know, maybe, I was maybe I'll I'll throw it on those phones and see how they perform.
1: It's not a bad idea.
0: We've got the like that S7, S5. I think I have those two.
1: Yeah, and I've got my Moto whatever we had before this the
0: X or something
1: Moto X Moto, maybe yeah something like that yeah
0: okay yeah that's not maybe really a good test to try them out yeah so i will well, look into that but yeah definitely try it out if you guys want to
1: even if you don't really like Call of Duty games because clearly that doesn't matter because I, I, I you I, fell for <laughs> it and I don't really give a shit about Call of Duty games but I still think it's fun so yeah
0: you know just an excuse to just yell at somebody you don't know across yeah, the internet and random, say
1: random internet people
0: gotcha bitch <laughs> sucks to suck yeah But yeah and that's that's all we have for gaming yep. uh haven't really played a whole lot outside of that one game because we were at the wedding <sighs> yeah we've got
1: a busy couple weeks busy
0: away from home um but that was a nice surprise mm-hmm. and i would definitely check it out
1: yeah definitely
0: uh and then we have quite a bit of news for tv
1: yeah we've got um, a lot to dig into there
0: well tv and movies but we'll start with tv this is actually it already aired Something that I was interested in, forgot about, then was reminded about this last week. Uh, A cartoon called Primal on uh, Cartoon Network, I believe.
1: Adult Swim, right?
0: Yeah, Adult Swim. Their better block of cartoons. (laughs) Uh, I haven't actually watched Adult Swim in a long time, but this one has my interest. And so we watched the trailer, and I was pretty much set on this. What did you think about Um, it?
1: I didn't really like the trailer because it was really, like, violent or... I don't know. I just... (laughs) I just... Yeah, I wasn't really sold on it. I, the artwork was nice, but I kind of was like, "Ooh, this is a lot." Um, however, upon doing further research and seeing all of, a lot of his previous works, like I loved a lot of the shows that he's done. Yeah, like, what was his name? Gendi uh, Gendi or Gendi, I'm not sure. Gendy Tartakovsky is his name. He was actually the creator of Star Wars Clone Wars, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, Cow and Chicken, Two Stupid Dogs, and Samurai Jack. Most of those I loved and watched okay. a lot.
0: I was getting a lot of uh, Venture Bros vibes from it, but that, that kind of explains a lot. Dexter's Lab and all that stuff. Yeah. So they kind of have the same art style.
1: Yeah, I can see... Samurai
0: Jack, of course. Samurai
1: Jack, definitely. Yeah. Which
0: the art and like the the vibrant colors and all that stuff. It's very
1: reflective of that. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So I'm interested in this. I mean, more dinosaurs. Yeah. I'll
1: probably check it out (laughs) just because, but the trailer was like, I don't know. It just wasn't like, it wasn't happy. So like I was expecting it to be happy because it's a cartoon, but that's just me.
0: Yeah. And the one cool thing I, uh, I read about this is it is a show that's going to have no dialogue. It's all going to be, it's all going to be very, uh, storytelling based on its art and sound like just like sound effects but not really so much any actual speaking yeah which makes sense you have a dinosaur in a caveman right so
1: that's fair (laughs) they probably neither one of them know how to talk (laughs) yeah at
0: least to each other
1: yeah (laughs) uh
0: yeah i'm looking forward to this i believe there was five 20 minute episodes i think it was running from like a monday through friday and it it was basically a short series Mm -hmm. not really so much a a full-on tv show but um i believe you could catch it on cartoon network's website yeah
1: i think that's accurate
0: streaming of course you'll have commercials but whatever it's free yeah so um we will definitely check that out and i will come back at some point with a more in-depth review on what i thought of it yeah but i'm looking forward to it yeah hopefully i'll check that out this week uh and then we have some marvel disney plus news which you know when don't we yeah (laughs) But, uh, I mean, we kind of expected this because it sounded like they were going to take it more seriously. But there's been uh, statements that the Marvel Disney Plus shows will be between 100 to $150 million budgets for the series. That's, that's insane. That's basically the budget of the Marvel movies.
1: That is more than, like, that's two to three times the production budget for Joker. I well, I mean, that's understandable,
0: because that's more of a grounded movie. Yeah, I know,
1: but They're still, not going to have
0: a lot of CGI just and all that still, stuff. It's still but... just
1: crazy to me, because it's, like, not even a movie. It's, like,
0: a... Well, yeah, but that, that speaks a lot, too, about how seriously they're taking yes. the shows for Disney+, Plus. not yeah. only as a service, but just within the MCU right. going forward, because they tried the MCU shows tying in to the movies, yeah. and they failed miserably, because they just didn't want to invest, right. and, you know, they had them on different outlets that just right. didn't work out
1: that's true you
0: know we got agents of shield being like awkwardly in the universe but, but not, not in the, the universe yeah so it'll be good to see them commit to it and if they're giving that kind of budget then like you know they're taking this stuff seriously and so you should expect some good quality that's true tie-ins and so those shows are going to be like what six to eight episodes they they said
1: I think that's, yeah. so that's
0: 12 to 25 million dollars per episode
1: that's insane
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't even fathom that much money.
1: Maybe it's a, it's a Marvel slash Disney exec who spent the 150000 on that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. Disney, go buy Transformers, please.
1: Yeah, do that.
0: <laughs> Completely okay with you doing that. Yeah. I will allow that to happen.
1: Yeah. You're not going to start a picket line?
0: No. <laughs> and then we have a couple uh, show renewals that are... Pretty much expected, but nice to hear. Yes. So we have Stranger Things, renewed for a season four. Who would have guessed? Weird. Or is it Stranger? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, one that I'm looking forward to. I really enjoyed the first season, Lost in Space on Netflix.
1: Oh, good. That's finally getting another season. Yeah,
0: I mean, that was uh, a while back. I, I mean, know. They kind of went silent, but they did say there'd be a season two. Yeah. But they never really went into anything after that, and... So it looks like we're getting an early Christmas gift. Yeah. December 24th.
1: Good. So... Think your parents will want to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know if they really cared about it the first yeah, season. Yeah, probably not. I think they were just humoring us. Yeah. But um, I liked that show. Uh yeah. I didn't really watch the old show, obviously, because I am not as old as I say a thousand I am.
1: Because not 1,000 years
0: old. Yeah. <laughs> but we saw, like, the... What was it? Like, late 90s early 2000 movie yeah i don't know the reboot movie yeah which was fine mm-hmm. terrible cgi shitty creature that other thing was just kind of the technology at the time rather than anything else yeah um but that's so that's really my, my only knowledge of the franchise but yeah i really liked that show and and i'm looking forward to season two
1: yeah i'm interested too i just really don't like that one chick the, like, Dr. Smith or whatever the hell. Oh, yeah, which was also like, I, a
0: nice change to the show where they, yeah, they gender I just, swapped. I
1: just hated her a lot, so that's the only reason I really had a hard time They did
0: it. a really good job with her character, though. Uh, yeah. Not that that's I agree true. with why yeah. she's a shitty person, but... but...
1: You ha- I clearly hate her a lot because they did a good job with her character. So they, they, they succeeded, but it kind of, like, made me, like, nah, I don't know if I care to watch this episode. <laughs> you gotcha. I mean? gotcha. I'm definitely interested to watch it, though, so we'll be yeah. checking it out, I'm sure.
0: And then our third... Show renewal, which I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. <laughs> if you had asked me, like, back in the day, I, I would have been hardcore. but like, yeah, I could watch the show till I'm 90 and shitting myself.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know about now.
1: Yeah, we're so far behind. So
0: The Walking Dead <laughs> is renewed for an 11th season.
1: It's gotta be the last one, though, right?
0: No, I don't think it is. Oh my god! I don't know. They've, <laughs> I mean, they've always they always come out with these random comments from AMC saying they're gonna have more shows to tell, more stories to tell, and all other shows or whatever.
2: Okay.
0: I so we finished on season nine. No, we finished on season eight. Oh. We never watched nine. We didn't? And Season ten is currently on oh, as of okay. October six. So, so
1: over a season behind. So
0: we are over a season behind as okay. of as of today we
1: should probably get on that
0: so I mean it's on Netflix we can binge it if we really want to yeah it's just one of those shows where it went from being really good to, like, being very repetitive and unoriginal.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like their season finales are, like, basically just... Nothing happens other than, like, stay tuned next season to see what happens. And then, like, it's, like a, stu- like, a stupid conclusion. Yeah. Resolution, what have you. That's true. To lead into the next baddie.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, who's gonna be the new bad guy everyone hates?
0: Yeah, so... I I feel like we're, like, at this point, we're probably just hate watching it.
1: Yeah. I also feel like probably we're going to go watch it and be like, oh, we were wrong or something like that. I I'm hope like, so. That's possible. I hope so. Yeah.
0: I was pretty disappointed the last couple of seasons. So, like, I really do hope that it turns around. But, like, all the news that I've been exposed to, like, without looking for it. Mm-hmm kind of has me hinting that it's not going to be all that great. Yeah. I mean, I already know a couple characters that are gone without having seen the show Mm -hmm. up to date, and so like I'm kind of like, well, I guess I'm just going to see how they're gone, not necessarily what happened, you know, just so, anybody who's a Walking Dead fan you got another season, we'll probably catch up, hopefully when you start getting back into it I know that they have said that they're trying to add to the criticism that people have had. The show has definitely like Teetered slowly downward since its popularity. Yeah, I know. It was uh Universal Studios had like a bunch of stuff for their mm-hmm. for the, you know they had like a the maze thing and it used to be really popular. The last time we were there, it was, it was pretty like dead. No line, yeah. less than like fifteen minute wait time. Yeah, but that's definitely a franchise that if they can revamp it, I would gladly watch more. I feel like there's a yeah. lot of potential for that franchise. Yeah. So. Well, so that's basically all we have for TV news.
1: We got a lot of movie news though.
0: Yeah, we do. Uh, so why don't you lead us into movie news?
1: Okay, so the newest piece of news we have is that for the Batman movie, Zoe Kravitz was cast as Catwoman, which is pretty appropriate since she was Catwoman's voice in the Lego Batman movie. She You might also know her from the Fantastic Beast movie as Lita Lestrange, or if you take a little throwback to X-Men where she was Angel and she was in that um, TV show Big Little Lies. So that'll be will be interesting to see. I think she seems like she'll be a good fit for it.
0: So we got a Catwoman, but we still are not quite sure on the initial rumored villain roles right. of Penguin slash Riddler with Jonah Hill. Yeah, we
1: have. So heard we're
0: anything. still waiting on that. Yes. Okay. So I mean, they're filling out the cast. Yeah. Was it? I believe it was official, right, Commissioner Gordon? Uh,
1: yes, I think it was official, right? I believe so. Okay.
0: I mean that, that I could see her playing Catwoman and I I'm going to assume they're going to go with like the the newer uh take on her where she's you know got the
2: goggles the goggles the yeah. and
0: and cat ears and I'm going to assume she's going to be one of those will they won't they
1: Oh yeah, obviously.
0: counterparts to to Batman for the for the storyline. Yeah. Which has worked pretty well for for those characters. It's just kind of a nice take on them. Who knows, maybe if she does really well they'll give Catwoman her own movie maybe I can't think of any scenario where they did that already
1: (laughs) nope nothing worth remembering
0: (laughs) but yeah I mean she's she's a good actress uh I haven't watched Big Little Lies but I hear it's a great show on HBO and I mean what we've seen her in she's done well so yeah so I mean yeah I'm I have no complaints we'll see how she does Definitely. That movie, like, we don't know a whole lot about the Batman movie yet, but the little we do know, like, it sounds like they're building this something that's going to work out. I, at least I feel like it will.
1: Uh, as a side note, it says Jeffrey Wright is still rumored. So I guess that was. Okay. So he's not, not confirmed, confirmed yet. yet. Neither, okay. Neither one of those are confirmed yet. The only confirmed are Robert Pattinson okay. and Zoe Kravitz. Just FYI.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Like I said, it, it, they're getting there with their casting, and, and we don't even technically know who the villains are.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: We don't know if she's even going to be a villain, but I would assume she'll at least start out as one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but taking a little stroll down memory lane with DC, you know that whole Snyder cut that everybody wants?
1: Oh, yeah. I've heard, heard so a lot about that.
0: The dream is still alive. It's still living. There was a fan crowdfund... To get a billboard in Times Square during the uh, New York Comic Con.
1: Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Hey, it worked.
0: <laughs> so they, they had a, a billboard up. It, was, uh, it had the group's Twitter handle and a note about how the movement is working with the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Which is a really cool thing because yeah. of all of what happened with his daughter.
1: Yes. That's you know, a, like
0: it was very, very tragic and... So that's really nice to see that that they're doing something positive with, with this whole fan dream to get the the Snyder cut. Yeah. Which I think would be a great thing to do. DC really can't lose by doing it. True. Their their universe is already fucked, right? They yeah. they've made it very inconsistent. It's it's very confusing. I know they want to like jump from Wonder Woman and Aquaman and go from there, but They only have profits to make by doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, they can release it even if it's like a straight to like DVD thing or Mm -hmm. whatever. The people that care will pay for it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: The people that don't will just pretend like it doesn't exist. It's the universe's like shit already yeah
1: I mean I would definitely be interested in seeing it yeah That's like probably better than what I would came love out.
0: to see the take that he would have had because like yeah you, you keep getting all these little trickled out information about what he was gonna do and stuff and maybe it's him trolling maybe it's him trying to live in the past who knows but like it sounds like they had some really cool concepts for this movie mm-hmm. and I would like to see what he did or was going to do yeah because it supposedly exists the cut that he made supposedly exists That would be cool, and I think that they they aren't going to hurt by doing it. Yeah. But it's up to them. they got to want to do it.
1: All we can do is cross our fingers.
0: Yep. So, yeah, DC, there's a little bit going on with them. Um, And then Marvel has announced, speaking of releasing something.
1: Yeah.
0: A bit insane.
1: Yeah, I saw this.
0: But, I mean, if if somebody's willing to spend $150,000 on a mobile Uh, mobile game, game, they're probably going to be buying a bunch of these. That's
1: fair. Yeah. That
0: person, if you have any extra, please mail them, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Infinity Saga 4K box set was announced for a price tag of $549.99 US dollars.
1: That is insane.
0: That is a lot of money. <laughs> so that's going to be all uh, 23 movies. Uh... Everything through Spider-Man Far From Home, I believe. Yeah. All 4K. I believe it's going to have all the content within each movie for, like, extra footage and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's got a bit of collector stuff within it, I believe. And... It
1: has to for that price. Yeah,
0: right? (laughs) I mean, that would be great to have, but I don't realistically think I'm going to buy that. Yes especially with the disney plus coming even Uh if they don't have it all there at once like i will see those movies at some point and most of them i either own if i wanted them or i don't care to see them over and over yeah you know some of those let's be honest some marvel movies are just like you want to have seen them for the exposure and the inclusion to the mcu but you don't really care to see them after that yeah
1: they're not like impactful enough that you want to Dig in again.
0: So and um, that's going to be released on store shelves Friday, November fifteenth, just in time for the holidays. Yeah, you know.
1: How much you want to bet it's gonna like go on sale literally a week later for Black Friday? Like, I mean, if
0: it doesn't sell, that, it yeah. possibly can. Probably not a whole lot, but no. it would probably be like hundred bucks off if yeah. if it doesn't sell well. Which yeah. I I mean. Was there a pre-order for this? I assume there's a pre-order know. and I imagine it did sell out to be honest. Well, I'm sure it
1: did, yeah.
0: I want to say cuz the first Avenger box set after like the first movie with like, you know, phase 1 or mm-hmm. whatever, they had like a little like suitcase with like the space stone. Yeah. Yeah. They had like that whole gimmick. Oh, okay. From the Avengers movie as like a box set and like that okay. was pretty expensive I recall.
1: Yeah, that sounds... And
0: I want to say like they didn't sell out of that. Hmm. And I think that might have been dropped in price at some point, at least for a little bit. Yeah, it's one of those things I'd love to have, but I don't think I'm realistically going to pay for that. That's a lot, yeah. Uh, And then moving on to more Marvel news. James Gunn says that Guardians of the Galaxy will take place after Avengers. And that roughly puts it about 10 years after Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. that puts us into like 2023 2024 yeah
0: wait no yeah well because avengers took place in 20 yeah so i got it the way the math works is guardians was 2014 okay and then i believe volume two was what about four months i think the time frame was four months after guardians one yeah and then avengers went until twenty twenty three based off of their timeline and so
1: and so this is just after if that this adventures. takes place
0: at the earliest that means this takes place 10 years after volume 2
1: okay
0: because of the 2014 to 2023 gotcha okay so I mean realistically it doesn't really mean anything it's just kind of like a fun little like tidbit but we're not really any different of a plot point for yeah. this for the movie it just means that it's just going to take place after endgame
2: yeah
0: where, as opposed to being filler between volume 2 and Infinity War. Yeah. So it's really not anything huge. It's just kind of like a nice reassurance of like where they're going to be. Got it. Time frame. Okay. And then Thor.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, It's... There was an interview with Taika Waititi for his other movie that we'll talk about the trailer later, uh, Jojo Rabbit, and they asked him about um, Thor 4, and he said that he really likes the storyline in the comics where she has breast cancer, and he... Did not rule out... He said that that it could be involved in the movie, but he didn't say for sure. It's just... It may or may not, but he said that he really enjoyed the story. So if he has anything to do with it, it very well could.
0: Yeah, okay. So that's just more... It's... Yeah. More like fun to hear, but it doesn't really make a difference toward the future of that movie. But
1: It would make sense if they use it.
0: That was kind of a... I felt like that was an implied plot point Mm -hmm. when they announced that she was coming back for... Natalie Portman, when they announced yeah. that she'd be coming back for uh, this movie yeah. at D23, I believe yeah. it was. Is, yeah. is that's that's her thing. she She's fighting cancer as well as whoever the fuck she's fighting as yeah. for war. <laughs> that's so,
2: true,
0: yeah. I'm not that shocked by this. No, no, no. I mean, obviously it's is. not confirmation, but I would not be shocked if that's just yeah. what it ends up being because okay. I kind of expected that. Right. And I'd be okay with that.
2: Yeah, that's true. I
0: kind of imagine that's going to be the... A catalyst that brings thor back into her life is finding out she has cancer maybe yeah and then making the sacrifice of giving his hammer right to her yeah to, to save her life mm-hmm. whatever i guess not hammer but the power the of power. thor yeah which i guess is through the hammer
1: yeah it's a vehicle for the power yes
0: yeah. so i mean I, that's kind of what i was expecting to happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i'd be in, like a nice character development for them like Rekindle the relationship, you know, where they were before all the politics hit Marvel with, with, with Portman and, Mm -hmm. and those movies. So, uh, yeah, I I, I I mean, the one thing I would say though, I guess is, is that too heavy of a plot point for a disney movie
1: that's that's one of the reasons i'm not sure i wouldn't be
0: shocked if they did but at the same time i'm also kind of wondering if it's a hesitant topic to go into because these are family friendly yes so is that too heavy for a younger audience to be exposed to i guess
1: it's gonna be up to them to decide what is like if they can make it uh make the the outcome of it be a positive so that it's not so it's kind of like um Shedding light on cancer as a problem, but not saying, like, everything sucks, you know? Yeah. And would it be
0: as simple as not even saying breast cancer, but just saying cancer? Yes. Like, would it be easier to do that?
1: Yeah. They don't feel like... uh, Being Disney now, I don't think they would... definitely don't think they would go into depth of, like, the specifics of the disease and the progression and all that. They would probably just be like, I'm sick. Or I have cancer and yeah. this is what's going to happen. Otherwise, whatever. And then she gets powers and then it's mm-hmm. fine. So,
0: Do you think she dies? I've, Do you think that they would go that route?
1: I, I'm not sure. I feel like... Gave it, her like
0: a, like a nice farewell ending to the character if it was intended to just be a one-off movie that she came back for? It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all speculation. It's I have no possible. clue. I'm yeah. just curious if she's coming back for a long term or if she was like, I'll come back for a movie, yeah, to finish the trilogy that she was supposedly gonna do to begin with.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I'll have to think on it and get back to you when we get more news on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you? I mean, are you? You're okay with the whole recasting of her, right? I mean, do you have any?
1: What do you mean recasting?
0: Well, because she left on bad terms and then oh, right, they brought yeah, her I, back. Like I, I mean, I don't care. You don't care. I don't have okay. no Yeah, I just. I really. Like I know her. it kind of was a big controversial thing when she was announced again that. Mm-hmm. There's a good amount of people that didn't like they it. Like so I'm just it, yeah. curious how you
1: I really like Natalie Portman, so I think it's great.
0: Yeah, she's a she's, I mean, obviously she's a great yeah. actress. She yeah. has an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> so And she's like an she, intelligent she, human. She can do it. Yeah, she's yeah. she's yeah, I just was curious what you thought about the whole no, I don't
1: have a drama with
0: that was the early Marvel phases.
1: I feel like a lot of it's there's stuff that it, there's probably deeper problems that i'm aware of and maybe yeah. it's a thing but i don't really care yeah it doesn't affect my life
0: that's so. uh, that's true <laughs> i suppose it doesn't
1: so <laughs> um
0: so I guess we shouldn't even bother talking about any I mean, of this. I
1: mean, am just saying, like... <laughs> now I, I realize? No.
0: None uh, of this matters. No,
1: I just mean, like, in the past, whatever drama happened with her and Marvel and all of that, like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like,
0: yeah. Well, I think people were upset because she basically walked away from her contract and said, I, I'm done with you. I think what the sense is, is, is that because they gave her enough money and said that you're going to be the lead, mm-hmm. that people are seeing, like, it as she's only coming back because of that and... She didn't really earn the role.
2: Gotcha.
0: By putting in the work for the character. I see. Whereas other characters have been around this whole time. Like, I kind of would have liked to see Valkyrie take the position, I guess. But she's already an Asgardian, so I guess it wouldn't make sense in that aspect. I think
1: they have other plans for her. But
0: as far as that character, I could see it making sense if they had gone that route because she clearly loves that role.
1: Yeah. I feel like there was probably more to the story than her just leaving because, like, walking away from the contract. I I feel like there was probably a good reason for it at the time.
0: Yeah, well, she had bad experiences with franchises in the past. Mm -hmm. Star Wars didn't go well Mm -hmm. for anybody, really. Yeah. Um, And that was, like, a big one she was in, so it's understandable. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you got Taika Waititi in control now, so So, so I would imagine that he had some enthusiastic plans that that he shared with her that that got her interest. Yeah,
1: which obviously money
0: should. I'm sure is a huge deciding factor. Yeah, but at the same time I would I would hope that she's on board creatively as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And then lastly with
1: we have one more little tidbit of Marvel news.
0: Official Marvel. There's yes. the there's a oh, ste- right. there's a step brother Marvel. Step
1: Marvel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we have. Uh, Feige has officially been added to the title of Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. Yeah. Uh, so, essentially, he's in charge of Marvel Productions, including comics, movies, and TV. All, all of them.
1: So, everything goes through him now.
0: Yep. Everybody has to report to him on a creative basis. So, I mean, no shock there.
1: Yeah, I'm not really... <laughs>
0: I mean, I I'm uh, he wasn't already.
1: I know. See that that guy was like they were like, "Whoa, breaking news!" I'm like, "Is it?"
0: Like <laughs> I'm assuming he got a pay raise and a title. Yeah. But I feel like he was already. Had doing to get this.
1: a bigger business card.
0: <laughs> so I, yeah, a, a wider, a sixteen by nine.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are business
1: cards even a thing anymore? I don't know. Maybe they're. Not.
0: I, I would imagine they are. <laughs> okay. You just pull up like a, a screenshot on your phone and then have somebody take a picture yeah. of your. i like, send
1: you a picture of my digital
0: business card.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, I. <laughs> just delete that. So yeah, I'll, I will delete that
0: and we will make <laughs> millions. And then we will buy as many microtransactions as we want mm-hmm. in Transformers Earth Wars. Yep. <laughs> and then we'll buy like a couple hundred of the infinity saga 4k box set
1: yeah a couple hundred
0: i'll buy 549 of them to be exact
1: yeah
0: 0.99 yeah point nine. just <laughs> trim off part of that box
1: part of it yeah well should we uh talk about the s- step marvel
0: <laughs> get in the corner <laughs> don't you talk step marvel <laughs> yes sony let's talk about sony Okay, so, I mean, again, more like, oh, what? That <laughs> kind of news? No one expected that. What's her name? Pascal? Yep, Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, had comments, I guess, in a... I want to say it was like a, an extra feature thing on the Far From Home mm-hmm. Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, she had comments about there may be something that happens with that regarding the Sinister Six. But she says... These villains that we now have in our universe happen to be characters that are in the Sinister Six. Oh, they just happen to be, huh? Weird. It's it's almost as though they were trying to do a Sinister Six. Yeah. During the Amazing Spider-Man movies that mm. failed miserably. Yeah. But that couldn't be the case because nope. they just happen to be in these movies. Yeah. That's on an accident. Odd,
1: odd coincidence.
0: So there's just more references that they're they're building toward a Sinister Six. Which, of course, the MCU movies did introduce Vulture and Mysterio, which are two of the original Sinister Six. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been many versions of this group. but So the original included Doc Ock, which was pretty much the mastermind, Electro, Kraven, Sandman, Vulture, and Mysterio. So we've got one-third of that group Mm
2: -hmm.
0: established within the MCU. Now... We know that they've been wanting to do the Sinister Six for a long time. We know that they have full creative control outside of the last Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. And the whatever cameo he's going to do within the MCU. Yeah. Which I think we have established that we think that's just going to be a farewell plot point. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: With an open end so that he could return. if And
1: decide to buy them out or something. (laughs) Well,
0: that's also a rumor too that Marvel or Disney is trying to to buy him for Mm -hmm. like... I think it was like $10 billion or something like that. I mean, they could fucking do it if they even, wanted. Like, that they could do it if they wanted to, but I just don't know. I guess it's based off whether they really need him for the yeah. future. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like it, I wouldn't be shocked if they just said, eh, we don't need him. Yeah. But if they did, then that's great. Go for it. Um, but So here's my thing. The Sinister Six is obviously something that Sony wanted to do. Yeah. They've established that they were kind of doing it within the MCU already. You know, they even had hints at Scorpion, who wasn't an original, but he could have been a, you know, Sinister yeah. Six character. What if, because they also have had the rumors that they were going to do the multiverse mm-hmm. and bring in... The other Spider-Man movie oh my gosh. characters, you okay. know, Tobey Maguire. Right? Oh, like Spider-Man. Yes.
1: Oh, Tobey Maguire.
0: Yeah. yeah so Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Is that yeah. right?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay, so Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Uh huh. Those were the the other two franchise Spider-Man yeah. characters. So Spider-Man, if you will. Spider-Man. <laughs> so there was rumors that they should. They should or will try to do a multiverse and include them as like nod slash salvage those movies.
1: <laughs> Good luck with that.
0: So here's my thought. And this is kind of like a far-fetched just for fun. It's probably not going to happen, but I just kind of have this random thought about this.
2: Okay.
0: What if they, if they are truly leaning toward that concept? What if they build the Sinister Six between all three franchises? Yeah,
1: two from each one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because they have the MCU ones, they would have uh, Mysterio and Vulture.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They would then be able to get Electro and, uh, well, I guess Electro would be the only one from Amazing Spider Man.
1: Mm-hmm. Green Goblin?
0: Well, they didn't really. I, mean, I guess they did.
1: They kind of set it up. But he's
0: not really the original. What I'm saying oh, is for okay. the original sorry, six. Sorry, sorry, for
1: the original six. Okay.
0: I mean, of course, they could take characters from okay, okay. the other villains. They could easily do that. Yeah. They could even do Rhino. Yes. The little he they was. had,
1: like, a five-second thing,
0: yeah. I would love if they made him, like, actually, like, a suit, though, and not just, like, an exoskeleton. Yeah. But, um... So, like, let's say they just do Electro, right? Yeah. Okay. From that franchise. Okay. And then they can bring in Sandman and Doc Ock right. from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Yes. Okay? Yeah. These were all good actors.
2: That's true. Okay.
0: Yeah. The Electro, I know, was the weakest of them all so far. But I feel like it wasn't as terrible as people say it was. He could do better. I feel like it was the movie overall. I feel like it was a Jared Leto situation with him in that movie. I feel like he had the potential, but they didn't really go anywhere with the movie. Yes. So I could see them bringing those characters back with those actors to not only be like a nostalgia, but also like revamp those ones mm-hmm. and then also build the Sinister Six. And then obviously the only one you have left is Craven, which we know is supposed to be in the works. As a standalone movie, just like Venom was.
1: Is it? Okay, see, I didn't know that.
0: And the rumors are that Spider-Man would be in the movie. Okay. So, I think that would be an interesting take. Yeah. That they could do the whole multiverse and have Sinister Six. And that it would e- easily explain why all these damn villains haven't been around.
1: Right. But also be able here. to do it. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's an interesting take on it.
0: You know, and you can introduce Doc Ock as the one who's masterminding the whole thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's the one that found a way to do the multiverse traveling or some shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah. You know me. I I get an idea and I get excited about it, no matter how ridiculous it sounds. But... I thought it was a good idea.
1: No, I think it's good. I think it's definitely got potential. For sure.
0: And then speaking of Venom, which of course they could easily throw him in as a Senator Six because he's been in at one point. But they need to build him longer and obviously he's not the venom we want, but apparently deserve.
1: Or the venom we need.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we have some news for Venom. Again. No shit Yeah. news, as you put it. Uh, <laughs> crossover between Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's Spider-Man yeah. could be happening.
1: Yeah. What? I mean, it should be, so I don't even know why anyone's talking it's about this. almost
0: as though that was the plan all along.
1: Yeah, so dumb.
0: So nothing has changed. The same potential plan is still possibly in effect. Yeah. Good to know. And then as far as Carnage, which we know is going to be, well, I believe it's established he's going to be the antagonist of Venom 2.
1: Yeah, it's at least...
0: At least highly hinted at in the first movie. I believe it's been confirmed.
1: It's uh, Woody Harrelson, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. However he becomes Carnage... I'm yes. going to assume that the interview interaction from the, the end credit is going to be the... The Exposure, stir. yeah, yeah. To, to becoming Carnage, but we'll see. Yeah. At least, like, multiple interviews probably at some point will lead into him becoming within the movie. Yeah. But uh so he apparently will have a love interest which he did have in the comics at some point uh shriek shriek yeah which is a mutant she's a mutant from the x-men pond of superheroes yeah well, not heroes i guess
1: well yeah Pe- whatever yes <laughs> beings beings <laughs> her powers are that she can manipulate uh like sound waves, and then somehow can mess with your thoughts as a tangent skill. So that'll be interesting to see where she goes with that.
0: Yeah. Okay I mean that again, that's like not really a shock, right? No, there's I gonna mean, be
1: there's gonna be some new characters or characters that were from the comics that'll be introduced because you can't just stick with like there's always got to be side characters and whatnot. So yeah. it's interesting.
0: My biggest uh, interest is to see how they do the uh, character of Carnage if it's gonna be a separate symbiote that mm-hmm. they explain how he gets there because I don't know if it was confirmed if there's any of them that had gotten away. From the first movie. i mm-hmm. have to go back and check all that out. But either... So if he's going to be like a whole other symbiote. Or if it's going to be a piece of Venom. Which is how the original right. concept is. Where... Yes he's like a, a spawn of him from a piece that breaks off during the prison escape right. of eddie brock
1: right because they're well they're in the same cell together cellmates yeah. but in this version of course eddie brock didn't go to jail at the end of the movie right yes, cause yeah because they wanted
0: to make him like he more of a, a hero a quote-unquote than quote-unquote anti-hero yeah. or
1: whatever yeah.
0: yeah his origin is completely fucked in this yeah, but that's just because of the situation mm-hmm. with ownership yeah and wanting to work with with the mcu Right. I mean, at this point, if if it gets more complicated, I kind of just, I wish they had just never put Spider-Man in the MCU, to be honest, you know, and just built their own, because I don't want to see a terrible Venom continue. So, I've got that for step-brother Marvel news.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Random tidbit news, and we talked about Samara Weaving last uh, episode, I believe, where we talked about... um, I think it was,
0: yeah, first, yeah. Yeah, we First saw part of it. Uh,
1: Ready or Not, and um, she, that's the main actress in that movie, and she's she was cast in the G.I. Joe spin-off Snake Eyes, which I know absolutely nothing about, but, I mean, I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah,
0: so he's just a character <laughs> that uh, doesn't talk.
1: Oh, okay. Cool.
2: He's like a
0: samurai oh, got it. character. He was in the original live-action movies that they tried to make, the G.I. Joe movies uh, that Hasbro yeah. tried it was around the time that Transformers started up. They tried yeah. to do G.I. Joe as well. They didn't go that well.
1: Right. I remember
0: them. He was probably one of the better characters. I don't know if it's because he didn't talk or <laughs> he's just always been kind of a fan favorite character. Okay. So this is going to be an origin movie. So who knows? Maybe he'll say something in the beginning of this movie and then he'll, whatever reason he
1: decides not to talk, decides
0: not to talk or just yeah. physically can't for whatever reason. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not quite sure his origin.
1: Yeah.
0: I never really followed G.I. Joe that well. Was mm-hmm. More just transformers, but he uh, he's apparently a fan favorite, and so this is an interesting casting. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, like I said when we had reviewed that movie, is I'd love to see her in more things, and I'm I'm interested to see what she yeah. what she can do.
2: Yeah. She
0: definitely has some talent, so it'll be be nice to see how she goes about whatever character she ends up being. Yeah, uh, and then Star Wars, we have some rumblings of a new trailer, which I know everybody's waiting for. Yeah. I personally was not that enthusiastic about the last trailer. Star Wars is kinda of complicated for me because I feel like I enjoy it, but I'm not hyped for it. You know?
1: Yeah. We're not like fangirling out or whatever.
0: Yeah. I just I, I always will see them. I enjoy them, but yeah. I just don't have the passionate hatred or love that others have. Yeah. For these movies. Um, I really enjoyed solo. Yeah, I thought
1: was like good. I
0: really I enjoyed that. I know it was like On the shit list for most people, people but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed Rogue One. What's the the most recent one? The 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 last Jedi. Yeah. Did I make that name up?
1: That sounds right.
0: That one, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I'm neutral on it. Yeah. 20, I
1: thought it, 2017, The Last Jedi. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Last Jedi. Maybe that's
0: that's why I don't even remember the name. It was yeah. just, I was so like, okay, this is a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And like, it was just, it was fine. Nothing special to me. I thought it's some weird shit with the uh, Halea. I d- that whole thing was just so weird to me. Mm-hmm. i just whatever i guess they thought it was cool but it just came off as weird uh so like I don't know. and then i liked the first of the new trilogy the
1: force awakens yeah that one was yeah
0: that one was enjoyable yeah I liked it that was one, very too. disney-esque but it was safe they yeah. played it safe but it was fun and so like i'm looking forward to this one but i just don't have the enthusiasm that like i can't wait for this stuff but i know what other people do mm-hmm. but i will obviously see it come december when it releases so yeah to be honest, I could go without a trailer, but they do have the rumors of it being a Monday Night Football premiere oh, for next yeah. week.
1: Right. I guess that makes sense. They didn't do it this week then, since Monday was like a holiday or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's true. So I guess look out for that next week, and if it's not then, then I guess just wait till the next one. Yep. And then the next <laughs> just one. Just keep waiting. And then the next one until the movie's released. Yep. Before you know it, you'll see it so that's it for movie news so before our feature film review i guess let's go into some trailer talk of a few movies that we did see before the joker yeah so do you want to lead into a couple of those movies
1: sure yeah i'm only gonna i picked three because i didn't want to talk about all 50 billion i feel like we saw a million trailers this yeah time. trailers
0: are out of control these days yeah. you get like 20 to 30 minutes just of trailers it's ridiculous
1: yeah um, but I did see a few that I'm interested in, so I'm gonna start with, like, I'm gonna go in order of release, uh, or expected release. Jojo Rabbit looks hilarious, That's uh, it's a Taika Waititi, and, uh, the basic idea is, so it's obvious, it's a black comedy, <laughs> where this kid has an, ima- he's a Hitler youth, and he finds out his mom is hiding a Jewish girl in the attic, and he has an imaginary friend who looks like Hitler, um or who is Hitler imaginarily, I think. And that the Hitler or imaginary friend guy is actually played by Taika Waititi. And his mom is Scarlett Johansson, and um, there's a couple other people that are pretty well known in the movie as well. So I think it's got a good base cast. Um, Apparently it's based on a book called Caging Skies by Christine Lunens, and it won People's Choice Award at the Toronto International Film Festival. So I have high hopes for that one
0: okay yeah it it has my interest we saw the trailer and i had heard about the movie and never saw anything about it until we saw the trailer in the theater and i was intrigued it had a lot of uh the producers vibe mm. to me
1: okay yeah, maybe
0: just because of the whole goofy hitler yeah kind of yeah theme to it yeah but I'm definitely interested in this one. Don't know much about it other than what we saw. So yeah, no, same. I'm going into it pretty much just not knowing what to expect.
1: Yeah. Um, so that comes out uh, October 18th pretty soon. So we'll probably be talking about it in the next couple of weeks. Um, the next one that I was super interested in is The Gentleman, which isn't supposed to come out until January of 2020. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Um, it's an action thriller. Weird Guy Ritchie, action thriller uh, and so it's surrounding uh cannabis drug trade, and it's actually a British drug lord who is attempting to sell off his drug empire to some Oklahoma billionaires. Um, it looked very, very along the lines of Snatch, which is not surprising because it's Guy Ritchie, and it looks very exciting to me. It has some big names, uh, Charlie Hunnam, Matthew McConaughey, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. So I'm I'm ready for that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, with a snatch kind of feel, I feel like it also had, like, of course, the uh, lock, stock, two smoking barrels yes, kind of vibe. Absolutely. It's very much what you expect, I think, we're going to get yeah. out of this movie. Yes. Um, but yeah, the cast looks good. Hugh Grant, I feel like I haven't seen him in a long time. That, yeah. And he looks not so much like a charming <laughs> yeah, Englishman. It looks
1: very different. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see him again in a movie.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Uh, and then the last one I chose is still pretty far away. It doesn't come out until July of next year. It's Jungle Cruise, um, based on the Disney ride that is at many of their theme parks uh, or experience. I don't know if you would call it a ride, but uh, it's got Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, and uh, Jesse Plemons, who is actually that uh, he's an unnamed villain at this point. He's that guy from Fargo and Breaking Bad.
0: Um, okay, yeah. yeah. He's calm. Kind of, yeah, I, he's very, uh, yeah. Yeah. Unsettling.
1: Yes, there's something different about him for sure. So
0: I could definitely see him as a villain.
1: Yes, absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen him in something and thought he's a good guy. Um, like when well, he was in. Well,
0: I, mean, I mean, in Fargo, he's, Fargo, not he's a bad guy. technically. He's just
1: dumb. He's just hella dumb, yeah. That's. But
0: true. Breaking Bad, I guess, he's a bad guy.
1: Yeah, and then.
0: You just don't really know until he's, like, twirling his. Mustache.
1: True. And then I can't remember <laughs> what he was, if, if he was good or bad in Black, that episode of Black Mirror or not, but regardless. Um, well, that's just like a
0: one-off show. It doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah. Uh,
1: so the basic plot of that one is in the early, the early 20th century, a riverboat captain takes a scientist and her brother on a mission into the jungle to find the tree of life. Um, they're competing against a lot of wild animals and another expedition of Germans who are after the same goal, so... Pretty much a standard action movie with Dwayne Johnson. So yeah, they're taking
0: they're taking. (laughs) I mean, Dwayne Johnson is like the actor of our time right now, right? He's in everything. Yeah, Emily Blunt who has done some recent Disney movies. She's Mm -hmm. a great actress. You know. Yeah. Put them together. They clearly know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: This movie feels to me like it's a substitution for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. It, it has that tone to me yeah. of, like, an adventure ride blockbuster movie. Yeah,
1: it and, makes sense because it's also based off a ride. Yeah,
0: I yeah. know. I just mean, like, I just feel like because they, they know that the Pirates movies are kind of dead yeah, in the water, to, to, to put it All right. <laughs> simple. <laughs> and so I think that this is kind of their way of having that genre of a movie without having to worry about trying to reviving arrive. that one revive
1: it again yeah, yeah. beating that Steal, dead horse
0: stealing the coin and bringing that movie back to the undead
1: yeah yeah hopefully they can move on from that <laughs> um well that's pretty much all i've got there were like i said a ton of ton of trailers but those are the three that really um seemed most re- relevant to talk about this week
0: Yeah, those were probably the highlight ones.
1: There's a couple that our movies are probably going to see next week, so I didn't want to go into them, so we'll go into it next week.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: Okay. So, is it time to get into our feature presentation?
0: I would say so. So,
1: our feature presentation is uh, Joker. We went and saw it twice now.
0: Yeah, we ended up seeing a second time with friends this weekend when we were out for the wedding and all that.
1: Yeah, so hopefully that helps us give you guys more insight. We'll see. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it was more enjoyable the second time because I was able to like soak in like the more obvious details that you didn't see the first time because you, you know, yeah. new exposure to what's happening. Definitely. So I, I think it really helped out for understanding what we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we should start with a, like just kind of our brief impressions of how we felt about the movie. Spoiler free. For know, now give people the opportunity to base this on whether they should go see it or not, if they have been on the fence about it. And then after that, we will give a clear spoiler warning, and everything else will be in-depth, and whatever comes out, comes out. Yes. You know.
1: And some things are going to come out.
0: There's no rules. Shirts are off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shirts, (laughs) no rules.
0: So why don't you lead the way? (laughs) What was your impression of this movie?
1: Well, I can start off by saying I really didn't care to see this movie. I kind of figured I would go... I kind of figured we would see it, but I wasn't ever... I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't waiting for it or whatever. So, I can say I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting it to be dark and gritty, um, which it it is. It's it's quite a dark...
0: So, a DC movie? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But with better acting, I think. Um... Uh, I know. I Joaquin Phoenix is is a really good actor, and I, and I've enjoyed some things he was in. Um, so I kind of expected him to do a good job with it, but I I kind of just didn't. There was a lot of controversies around it, and all of this crap. So I was just kind of like, Meh, whatever. I don't care. I'll deal with it What later.
0: what controversies were there?
1: Um, well, I don't know if you maybe it's not called controversy, but like talking about. How it's going to incite violence? Okay, yeah,
0: I thought you meant with him being cast. No, no, no. You just mean the movie in general. Yes. Okay, yeah, the movie. Yeah, that so was it a... kind of turned me off of it. Okay,
1: um, but I'm glad that we ended up seeing it, and I think it's uh, definitely, definitely not a movie for kids or people that don't like downer, depressing things, because uh, it was kind of upsetting at times. But it was a good movie. I think definitely um, better than I expected, and technically a good movie. Whether it's happy, or it's like, it's clearly not a happy movie, but it's good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, So, Senses is, you would would recommend it?
1: I would recommend it, yes. Okay. there's certain people I know that I would not recommend it to, because I know they're like, sissy babies, and they don't want to see anything that doesn't make you, like, laugh the entire time. Which is, so I would definitely not recommend it to them, but, uh, because it's a little bit of a downer. But if you're into, like, the cinematography and all of that, like, fancy shit, then yes, I would recommend it.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would say I was in the same boat as you. I mean, we, we had even talked on the previous episode that yes. we're going to see it. We know we're going to see it, but we weren't hyped for it. We weren't yeah. enthusiastic. It was just kind of a, when it's out, we'll see it. Yeah. And that's pretty much how we were going into it. Yep. I, uh, we, it was, I think it was like, what, a few... It was close to a week, I think, before we actually saw it ourselves, after release. Yeah. Um, I, did, I did avoid spoilers, just to be safe, because I did want to go into it not knowing much, outside mm-hmm. of what I already know of the character origin. Yeah. And I got a lot of mixed, you know, reviews, it felt like, on the internet, just from like, you know, vague statements of people's experiences, and a lot right. of it was, it's a very dark and gloomy movie, and like, it felt felt like the overall senses was it's hard for people to watch and I was kind of starting to worry like well I feel like I'd be fine because I'm I kind of enjoy these kinds of things. You
1: like those things, yeah. But
0: I was kinda of worried that you were gonna not enjoy it. So Yeah. And I you know, if you remember I kinda like brought it up to you. I was like, Yeah, just so you know, like I'm hearing it's a bit darker than I was expecting and like I don't know if that's gonna change your opinion wanting to go, but uh we ended up going and I I overall enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. I don't think it was as crazy uh I felt like people exaggerated a little bit about how much was in this movie like as far as the tone i feel like it was a very slow burn movie that's true it's not your typical superhero action film which it never claimed to be be, never claimed to be that but i think people did go in expecting that either way
2: yeah
0: and uh so it was about what i expected but i feel like it wasn't as intense as like that's the word i should use intense i don't think it was as intense as people preached it to be Right. Uh, So I was a little surprised when I didn't see it as bad as I thought it would be. There are scenes where I'm like, holy fuck. Yes. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's as consistent as people acted like it was.
1: Yeah. It was just. It was. uh, I think the scenes that were shocking were shot. Like, so shocking. They were like, ugh. Yeah. It's a roller coaster.
0: This (laughs) movie is a roller coaster. There's a lot of. Slow burn, and then pow, right in the kisser. Yeah, multiple (laughs) times. But I I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think this is definitely worth seeing. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not into, whether it be DC or or anti-hero movies or whatever, this is not a traditional superhero, for lack of a better term, movies. It's not a traditional comic book movie. It's Yeah, there you go. It's This is... A pure character development mm-hmm. uh, case study, if you will, yes. of a personality and what happens. You know, when you, I don't know, I don't even want to. Uh,
1: it's hard to say that without spoiling.
0: Yeah. So it just so... It's, <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's it's simply a psychological case study. Yeah, we'll just say that. Ju-
1: you're just following a person through their life. Like right? if yeah. you
0: if you had no idea what a comic book character was mm-hmm. and you saw this movie, like you would just wouldn't know yeah that that's what this was
1: yes it's a little outlandish in some ways if you weren't familiar with the comic book character it's based on but it's not completely out of the realm of possibility to happen in real life it's a
0: very grounded movie yeah very nolan-esque with the tone of this movie
2: yeah
0: you know from the that batman trilogy Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah I, i would recommend it i think it's a good movie yeah uh, I think if anything is going to have a good chance for Oscar in the comic book realm, I think yeah. it's going to be this. That's very true. So, anything else you want to say, non spoilery? I guess you kind of brought into the, uh, the media impact situation.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I just kind of thought, I wonder about, I wonder these days whether any kind of media coverage is strategic like if it's ever put out by someone who's on the side of the production that wants it to get
0: no i'm sure that definitely happens where where they you know uh whatever no or or bad news is still news or whatever no news
1: is bad or what (laughs) whatever
0: (laughs) that thing that people know of except for us apparently
1: (laughs) we're good at that
0: yeah Um, just know that (laughs) we know that, you know,
1: someone's screaming it right now.
0: (laughs) What's that email? (laughs) They're getting a stern letter.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I heard a lot of bad things, not bad things, but expectations of bad things. Like expectations of maybe theater shootings and whatever fucking other bullshit and it like i feel like really i i ended up kind of thinking like wow that was overblown like yeah I, I, but
0: at the same time like you, you never know
1: that's true you, never none, know. you
0: know the dark knight had that happen i know and that's probably what spawned all of this because it's the same character and that's true it was expected to be a very like impactful
2: yeah
0: story of, yeah. of that character so like i and given like the the landscape of our country, let alone the world right They're now, it's not out of the realm of possibility that that could have happened. And so, I mean, personally, I am i guess I'm glad that it was at least taken seriously enough to prepare, I guess.
1: Yeah, like our AMC had extra security. It, it seemed like
0: we had a security that I don't recall ever seeing
1: right. before, yeah.
0: but they claim they've been there forever. Well, so yeah, I, so I, don't I asked know.
1: him when you were taking a picture or something and I was like, uh, you're not normally here right now. He was like, well, they've had AMC ever since the Colorado, whatever, but uh, we're, o- we're usually only here on the weekends and they're busier. We're here on weeknights because of the Joker movie. And I was like, okay, that's what I figured. So they okay. just did like extra precautions, which is good. Yeah. So anyway, I guess I was kind of expecting it to be more, it didn't seem like it was inciting anything in me, but maybe I'm just not the crazy people that it's inciting things in, so.
0: Yeah, well, I think think what the worry was is that it was going to promote inspiring action yeah, because of the character. Yes, not so much just I'm gonna dress like the Joker and do something. Right, it was more I think like like uh, what was that TV show we didn't watch on on uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix, the uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. That
0: was like I guess
1: they were backlash like that it was a very
0: yeah positive take on well, not positive I guess it, but like you say glorifying glorified the act suicide, of suicide. Right? suicide right? Yeah, okay, and kind of making it like a fun.
1: Yeah, like a hip from thing. what
0: I've heard. I again, we didn't watch it. Too, yeah. I heard it was a positive reinforcement kind of vibe, which was probably not intended, but so I, I assume that was the fear was something like that happening.
1: Yeah, oh well, uh,
0: but you just never know.
1: That's true. It's better safe than sorry,
0: exactly. Hey, we know one phrase
1: <laughs> better safe than two in the bush. Uh. <laughs> um. As well, should we talk about the numbers? Because the numbers are pretty damn impressive on this one. Yeah,
0: this movie is going up on records. So like what do you have? Yeah.
1: Uh got a lot of numbers here. So I guess one thing that I just kinda halfway looked up right before we started was the production budget, which I mentioned earlier, was only fifty five million, which is
0: Okay. So I'm, like a third to half of,
1: <laughs> of a the Marvel movie. Marvel, Marvel movies, TV show,
0: yeah. <laughs> Apparently a TV show. Yeah, not Marvel even a movie, TV yeah. show,
1: yeah. So that's pretty fucking cool I mean there
0: again it was more more of a practical effect shooting yeah it of wasn't it. so it wasn't... much
1: CGI and all of that so it's probably because of that I didn't really compare it to another movie that doesn't have a lot of fucking bananas shit going on in it so it may just seem falsely low to me um, but it also ended up being the best October release opening weekend movie okay uh, which is ninety five point three million domestic
0: and yeah, i kind of think about that after you said that earlier it would you consider this a Halloween movie?
1: I I guess it it's, kind, it's of kind of is. it's kind
0: of taking that place because I don't yeah. feel like there's a lot of Halloween movies really out.
1: Yeah, all we had was like Adam's Family, which like
0: typically you f- get Halloween bad. movies, you know, like horror movies, yeah. stuff like that, thriller, yeah, scary movies that are.
1: But this could serve October that purpose.
0: based, so that they bring in those Halloween crowds, and yes. like I feel like this might be considered a substitute it, to that.
2: It could.
0: I mean, obviously, they was probably gonna do well either way, but I'm yeah. curious that there is a a small portion of people that probably didn't care other than the fact that it's going to take place for a Halloween movie that they aren't really seeing yet. Yeah. Hey, is there any Halloween movies coming out? I
1: literally don't know. Okay.
0: Adam's family was like <laughs> Adam's the, the only, only thing, and that care. looks stupid. It
1: looks really bad, and it's really upsetting because Adam's family is good, but they look like they've made it bad. Yeah.
0: It when, just... we were, when we were at the movie for this the second time, uh-huh. I went to the bathroom, and I saw a couple about our age uh-huh. going to Adam's family instantly judged the shit out of them I was like I was like you have no taste yeah
1: (laughs) so along the lines of their opening weekend situation I found a fun fact it is ranked number four out of all R-rated opening weekends like ever apparently wow so so number one is Deadpool number two is Deadpool 2 and number three is It Chapter 1 so it even beat out It Chapter 2 which I, it's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. Do you want to talk about worldwide numbers?
0: Worldwide? Uh, for, I guess, the first 10 days? So yeah, it
1: looks like up to, le- that's the 4th to the 14th, right? Yeah, so that's the Yeah, so,
0: days. wow. Okay, so $556.6 million worldwide. That's...
1: A fuck ton. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money.
1: Yep, and uh, it looks like it's doing better in the foreign market even than, than it is in the U.S. And,
0: I mean, that's kind of expected these days. That's true it seems like the international market seems to to thrive better lately in the last couple of years yeah with these I mean venom did really well
1: that's true you mentioned that
0: yeah, yeah. I mean and Joker is a much more known character than venom ever will be right yeah. so I could only imagine so yeah I mean this is this is early on so yeah. this movie yeah. will, we'll probably expect to see this movie in theaters probably even till December if if there's nothing really coming out to, like, compete with it.
1: Yeah. We'll be interested to see how long it lasts in our crappy theater. Oh,
0: ours will probably be out in, like, yeah. a week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but in normal theaters, it should be out quite a while. I agree.
0: Even the big movies in our theater, they're like, well, everybody saw it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Let's put Wreck it, it Ralph 3. Wreck Ralph 3 for a fourth time.
1: Yeah, that no one absolutely cared about. Do we have anything else to say? Should we start with spoilers?
0: But yeah, we can get into spoilers. I mean, yeah. we recommend this, so if you guys want to see it and haven't seen it yet, Stop I would gladly now. go see it. <laughs> Stop now.
1: Pause the podcast, go see it, and then you can pick up where you left off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I we're going to. Con- continue on with spoilers but uh that concludes for our our episode outside of the joker review so hope to hear back from you guys and we're gonna continue with the joker review
1: spoiler spoiler spoilers
0: warning 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 okay (laughs) sunday sunday sunday
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so where should we start i guess so i kind of organized their notes into like little bit little like subcategory type situations i hope i did it appropriately um i figured we could start with just the movie in general like an overall themes and whatnot um and then we can go into like cinematography and this how it compares with other joker movies and how how we feel about the character specifically and the outcome of the movie so um
0: okay well i mean
1: if you have any things that need to be moved around in here then feel free but
0: okay well i mean just to start off i mean the movie is it it just jumps in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's no credits to start yeah. the movie. Yeah. It literally just says Joker. Yeah. Well, actually, it's like a scene before that.
2: Yeah.
0: And then after the first scene, it's Joker. Yeah. You don't get any actors. You don't get the director. You just write into the movie. Yeah. And the, the, the style is very old-fashioned, authentic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it just... This movie starts with a very clear tone.
1: Yes. I feel like even the intro and the stuff around the movie, like the setup of the scenes, are honestly, they feel like something that was actually made in the time period that it was set to. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously the quality it was better, but I feel like they were more in the, like you said, it was very simple, it just went into, there's a scene and then there's just this Joker. Like... That's something you don't see these days because everybody's like, add, 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 add. And less. <laughs> so in the olden days, I guess, like in older movies, it would just be like, this is the title of the movie, and then they would do credits at the end. So I think it's very appropriate considering the time period it's supposed to be set in. Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, I mean, right off the bat, this movie, the opening scene is basically him starting his job for the day, and he's a clown, mm-hmm. you know, a clown for hire.
1: Which is apparently a thing. Which, I well, mean, I mean, it yeah, was. It's, of course it's it, a thing. It was the thing, more often. Like, obviously yeah. now, I don't think that would even be a Well, especially not after it. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I
0: guess now, even after this. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he was uh, part of, like, a team of clowns that were hired out to businesses for various purposes.
0: Yeah, so, like, and right off the bat, this one is doing a going-out-of-business-sale sign. He's just mm-hmm. spinning a sign on the sidewalk, and a, a group of punk kids come and steal a sign, and...
1: Yeah, a bunch of shitbags. Uh,
0: he chases them down and gets beat the fuck up. Yeah, like, for and,
1: no reason. It was just...
0: Yeah, and I think the whole... I think the point of that scene was to highlight the desperate situation that the city is supposed to be in. yeah. It's a very unstable and chaotic life to be in.
1: Civil unrest and all that.
0: Yes. You know, you can't get through a simple day without...
1: Being attacked. Yes. Yeah. By a bunch of asshole kids. So fucking weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have chased the kids down to begin with, but... That's what he did. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, chasing but, them down was probably not so the best. So it
0: darks in a very like sad and you, you feel bad for for this. Yeah, character. you're immediately
1: like, holy fuck, what is wrong with yeah. this society? Like.
0: <laughs> and of course, so his name is Arthur. He doesn't he doesn't go by the Joker yet. Right. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Even though the title said Joker. Yes. So I guess they spoiled it for they you. They spoiled it for you. But so. I mean, this movie goes from this scene, it jumps straight into him being with a social worker. Yeah. An appointment to talk about his problems, mm-hmm. how he's doing. Uh, it's very clear that he's not getting the help that he needs yeah. in his situation.
1: Yeah. They make it clear that he's on a bunch of medications, but it's obvious that they're not doing enough to fix him and mm. or to make him feel normal. Because he said, I just don't want to feel bad all the time. So bad all the time. Is that what he said, I think? Yeah.
0: So, you know, you're you're introduced to this character. You feel bad for him. You instantly learn that he has these problems. He's mentally ill or unstable, whatever it may be that he's being treated for. They acknowledge that he had been in an asylum at some point. Right. And uh, it's just, you're just basically learning who this this person is. And uh, I really liked the uh symbolisms used throughout this movie. You know, the they, 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 they give you shots in the beginning and, and at the end that are the same location but they give you inverted feelings. Completely different
1: take on them, yeah. On
0: on the situation he's in. And like this movie, it's really not a big cast, but it definitely it, it feels like the city is a character in itself. Yeah. To me. Where like you just see them living in the city and it just feels like it has this life of mm-hmm. chaos which they kind of like tried to like give you examples of and i don't feel like they did as good of a job as i would have liked in that sense of like how chaotic this world is yeah but i think they did it enough to like give you that slight push of reality that could like bring him to the character he becomes
1: yes um i think but uh how, do, how long do we think this movie takes place over
0: I think it's like a couple weeks. It, yeah. it seems like from the start of his first job, you see, to the end of the movie, which I think we'll get into later. I don't want to get to that right now. But he... I think it, it takes place over a couple weeks span.
1: Okay. And then...
0: At, at the very least, the the turning point, two-thirds through, I think, is like within a week.
1: Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then I found, based on the movies that were out, in the, 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 the there's a scene where... There are people coming out of the theater, and the movies that were playing. Based on that, uh, if that's accurate to real life, and then this takes place in 1981.
0: Which I think they had even established that it was in the 1980s. Or yeah, so. they established Within, that it was like, early production. 80s or
1: whatever. So it I was... don't think they gave it
0: exact year, but it, yeah. it was pretty much clear, and yeah. the tone was very much you know very you're accurate. not seeing cell phones, you're seeing right. tube TVs. Yeah. You know, you got people in the cinemas watching older movies. Yeah,
1: smoking constantly.
0: Yeah. Um, And I feel like that was kind of interesting, too, because they kind of presented the theaters as a upper class thing. Yeah. not something that just people go to. And I feel like in the 1980s, that was not an upper class specific thing. Yeah. So that's kind of like interesting. They they still had this old timey feel, but still within the 1980s. Yes modern 1980.
1: Yeah. I think that the event he went to where there was like the old, the, all the rich people were in it. I think that was like a special event. Okay. Uh, that was my, anti- my experience. I think that's what was happening because it was like a silent movie and whatever. Yeah, like, now, not that, like, it seemed a little odd to, to
0: be something that would be playing at that time. But that makes more sense then.
1: So going into some of the cinematography things like the symbolism and lighting that were used throughout the movie to uh, put two different effects on the same kind of background or scene. What were some of your favorite uh, parts? I know we talked about this earlier, but some of the scenes that you enjoyed the juxtaposition
0: oh well the stairs are like a huge part of this movie Uh, i think it was in the trailer they show him or you know that the infamous little shot of him dancing on the stairs that everyone's made memes about
1: that's a
0: that's a big one uh so that that was early on in this movie after his appointment he he, you know it's dark you see him moping Mm -hmm. up the stairs he's walking up very sad clearly because of his day Mm -hmm. and it just really kind of like showed how down on life he is yes like it was not he he walked up slowly he was like very lethargic Mm -hmm. he just didn't have life yeah and then you know i think you see that staircase a little bit later too but then at the end you see him you know this is post joker transformation Mm -hmm. you see him full of life yeah dancing down those stairs yeah it's daylight rather than nighttime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the music is clearly different. You yeah, know it's they, more they have "We Will Rock You." I think it is, or
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I just it does really like show like a nice reflection on where the character started and where the character ends. Yes. You know, like he's clearly broken down. He's got some kind of mental illness. Mm-hmm. And this movie is a great reflection on just in general mental mental illness in society. Yes. It's not taking place in twenty nineteen, but it sure as hell reflects on on where our country yes. and our world as it's a whole is very accurate. On, on this situation kind
1: of sad if you think about it that our society is still in the same kind of state of mind about mental illness as we probably were in the 80s
0: yeah and i mean and i'm sure this movie was probably heavily influenced on that notion of of taking that topic to discuss you mm-hmm. know it but hey they, they made it really work well in this movie and, Definitely. Yeah. And another example with the whole like reflective symbolism is like uh, he starts out in a bus, glooming down, looking down out the window.
1: Mm-hmm. Just and like then, know- knowing nobody no- notices him or yeah. sees him. Yeah.
0: And then later on, he is doing the same thing in a cop car mm-hmm. where he's got the full costume, the full makeup, and instead of being sad, he's very like. He's delighted, I would say. He, yeah. he looked like he was in love with what he was seeing around, which yeah. is chaos. It's yeah. a rebellion, you know.
1: He was realizing that that's what he wanted. A riot,
0: a mob. Yeah. He created a monster outside of himself, even. Yeah. And Gotham City. And... The whole, like, build-up to get to that point, I feel like they kind of miss some steps. But again, it's, like, that superhero logic of, like, getting from point A to point B where you kind of just give it to them a little bit because you know what they're working with.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So I kind of would have liked, like, a little bit more rationale as to, like, why he got so much support based off his actions later in the movie. Because yeah. I felt like it was kind of a stretch, but, um...
1: Yeah, I think we talked in the car about um, trying to figure out how people went from uh, like it's like like adding more depth to the civil unrest situation, and people went straight from super rats and garbage in the streets to uh, suddenly everyone's like, yeah, you murdered three people in the subway, cool guy, we're gonna follow you everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, in that scene, okay, so he he's confronted by three men who are clearly upper class, look like they're like yeah. they were like stockbrokers or something. Mm-hmm. Some kind of investors who were hammered, it seemed like, drunk, causing trouble, harassing a woman, and then they go and approach him, you know, because of his... uh, medical condition which causes him to laugh in uncomfortable situations, situations yeah. which was a great take by the way i yeah. don't think we even touched up on no, that we part didn't. so his awkward laugh that you see in these trailers is a uh, mental reaction to being uncomfortable yeah it's it's co- it was caused from being or getting trauma to the head at, at a certain point yeah
1: uh, when he was a kid when he was a child yeah. so it caused like brain damage which basically makes his makes him involuntarily laugh like hysterically seeming
0: and his acting is so perfect in those scenes where he's he's laughing but you see the pain and misery on his face while he's doing it you can see that he doesn't want to that just shows uh Joaquin phoenix's ability as an actor and he really put a lot into this he definitely did the research and and how to represent this character yeah and so so that was probably the turning point right would you be safe to say that's the turning point of the character with uh, the three men in the yes, subway
1: absolutely that's when he realizes oh this this made me th- i did something that i wasn't supposed to do yeah but i kind of feel good about it
0: so to turn back a little bit he gets this gun right so a co-worker gives him the gun after he gets attacked in the beginning scene of the movie he shouldn't have a gun but he's given one yeah and then while he's being beat down in the subway he pulls it out for self-defense and...
2: Kind of goes a little berserk.
0: Yeah, he goes a little berserk. Yeah. One of them is getting away and then he... This is the turning point, I would say, where the character goes from being a victim to being a predator, I guess. Yes, I mean, he, he makes the conscious decision to finish the guy off before he can get out. Right. Which I assume was out of fear of being caught, but uh, it's very much a turning point for the character. I mean, he's not quite the Joker, but it's very much putting the wheels in motion where he, he realizes that he has control of his life. Yeah. And it's just very much...
1: Yeah, this is the first time that he's with felt the impossible. reactions
0: that he got from seeing people noticed him. Yes. Whether they didn't know it was him but seeing the news reports. Yeah, exactly. Which is what he basically wanted this whole time was just to be noticed, you know. Yeah. There's a line in this movie where he says to I think it's the second encounter with the social worker
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he tells her for my whole life or something, I thought I didn't, I, even I, know didn't if I, existed. I didn't know if I existed.
1: Yeah, but now I do.
0: Yeah, and like that was a very telling line in this movie that like he's seeing something in himself that he didn't see before
1: yes and of
0: course this lady is not paying attention he calls her out on her bullshit yeah you're not even listening to me you ask me the same fucking questions yeah you don't care how i am doing all i do is have negative thoughts but you just ask me the same questions blah blah blah, you know And then all she can respond with is, oh, they're shutting us down. Yeah. And then this is the part that really pisses me off where this is the part you can really sympathize with the character. Her response to him is not just to not acknowledge what he's saying to her, but to also then go and say, they don't care about you. They don't even care about me. Yeah. Bitch, it's not about you. Yeah. He's the patient. Yeah. He is the one who needs the help.
1: Yeah. I think she, I think that it was intended to soften the blow of saying they don't give a shit about you because she wasn't trying to say like, I don't give a shit about you. She just kind of was trying to make him realize that society actually doesn't care about anyone. They just trying to put on this.
0: Yeah. But it also is a reflection that whether she intentionally does or not, it it reflects she doesn't care about him because she's more focused on herself than she is on him getting the help he needs. That's true. With the little resources that they have, which is her. Yeah. And we've kind of covered the three men that assaulted him. Well, two groups. There's the the kids in the beginning, and then there's the three men when he had the gun and... In the subway. And responded to them. Yeah. Which then is kind of where you start seeing him doing his dancing. Yeah. After he runs away, he he takes a moment to breathe in a bathroom. Yeah. And you kind of see in his eyes where he's kind of relieved and feels the high, I guess you could say, of the situation. Yes. So I would say that this is definitely the transition of him becoming the Joker, but not not the ultimate action. It's just what sparks his motivations later on.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. It-
0: so why don't we go into like what else has happened and kind of helps develop the persona of the Joker. So we have the three uh, upperclassmen that were killed on the subway.
1: Yeah, um, and then we end up with this... Uh, relationship?
0: Maybe? Yeah, so there's this ongoing relationship within the movie uh, with one of his neighbors. I believe her name is Sophie.
1: Yeah, played by Zazie Beetz.
0: Yes. And she's really not even that big of a role in this movie. I think people expected a lot more when she yeah. was casted, but she really was not a huge role in this movie. But she did a great job with what she had. And mm-hmm. so it's this character that sh- that he's seeing. And something about this character really confused me in the beginning, because it just seemed like things were not going the way that they would rationally go. Yeah. In these situations that he's had with her.
1: Yeah, they seem pretty unrealistic.
0: Yes, like like there's a there's a part where he's essentially stalking her uh, after their first encounter in a, at a elevator at their apartment complex. Yes. He's stalking her that whole next day and she comes by and confronts him and he's very sly about it and says, oh yeah, that, you know, that was me, yeah. you know, and he plays, he's very charming and, and playful with her. And it just seems like after getting the acknowledgement that he was stalking her, she's just okay with it yeah. and and they set up an unofficial date at a later time.
1: Yeah, for her to come watch his stand-up.
0: Yeah, because he's trying to do stand-up comedy. Which is like a whole nother factor of this movie where the comedy is very oddly timed.
1: Yeah, it's difficult for him, but he's into it.
0: Like he laughs at like parts that are not punchlines, at other people's jokes. And his jokes don't quite have, well, jokes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) But he thinks they're hilarious. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because that character development kind of shows too where like you were also in the beginning like that is not a joke. Mm -hmm. like why why is that funny to him but then later on you slowly see the transition where like his jokes are actually pretty funny yes at least i i perceive some of his jokes pretty good
1: yeah in a really fucked up dark way they become funny
0: so yeah so he basically this this neighbor of his that he's been seeing throughout the movie he he just approaches her apartment and just makes a move and just basically yeah makes out with her
1: yeah she opens the door and then he just kisses her and everything's like yeah that's it that's happening
0: and this (laughs) is with like very little interaction as far as we know through the characters yeah and so like think that's supposed to kind of like represent his confidence yeah and and and, like kind of acknowledging who he
1: he's coming into himself he's meant to
0: be yeah You know, he's not that scared, awkward person. Yeah. That you have been seeing from the beginning of the movie till now. Yeah. I think that murder has like transitioned him to be more comfortable with who he is yeah and you'll slowly kind of see where where the more he gets comfortable the less you see that awkward laughter
2: yes with you know
0: the pain in his eyes that he's been showing That's at true. certain points of of the movie uh so he goes on a date that yeah. that he makes yeah. and she watches his stand up to which is also in itself very awkward yes he does his, he does have his his laugh problem on stage while trying to tell jokes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it kind of plays out like she's enjoying his act, even though it's completely terrible. Yeah. and
1: and then it kind of fades out. the The background noise kind of fades out. And you see him like on stage, like happy, and his arms are spread apart, like it's a like it's suddenly going really well.
0: Yeah, it's like a Jacqueline Hyde where it goes from yeah. like completely terrible scenario to like yeah. him just being like killing the yeah. the audience with yeah. the jokes, and yeah. and he's just natural at it. And mm-hmm. so it kind of brings in that whole like question of like is is this is he having delusions? Is this real? Like right. it, it was a lot of it was very confusing. What, what was real and what, whether it was in his head. Which they had highlights early on. With him daydreaming about scenarios.
1: Yeah, we kind of were introduced to him being an unreliable witness, if you will. So there's kind of suspicion throughout whether whether anything that he's recalling is true.
0: Which then brings in the question the whole movie. If yeah. it's like a reliable story being told or right. if it's intended to be more complex of a we don't really know what happens in this origin story. Yeah. Which is a very unique storytelling that I feel they kind of approached.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that a little bit later.
0: So so where are we at? We have- uh
1: so after his date, he goes home and pick the, his mom's asleep, so he like puts her to bed and then she's like, "Oh, I wrote another letter to Thomas Wayne and you need to she's, mail
0: it." She's very obsessed with yeah. Thomas Wayne because apparently she worked for him 30, 30 years 30 ago. years ago. Yeah. And she's very adamant that he needs to be contacted. Yeah, and he's not returning her letters. Letters that she's writing him, and this is kind of a, a pivotal point for the character because they they always reference her letters, but they like I feel like it was breadcrumbs to lead to this moment. That I did you expect this part, or or was this a surprise to you? I kind of. In retrospect I'm like, well, fuck, of course this is what they were leading to, but yeah. I didn't think about it really in the moment. I
1: didn't really think about it in the moment either. I was just kind of so, wondering if yeah.
0: The letter drops a bombshell that uh, she is admitting to Thomas, well, not admitting. She's just asking Thomas Wayne for help because their son needs whatever. Needs help. Needs or help or and they're living they're they're poorly. living poorly and they yeah. they both need some assistance. And so they dropped this bombshell of an idea that Thomas Wayne is actually Arthur's father mm-hmm. from when she worked with him or for him
1: 30 years, 30 prior, years ago, which the numbers would add up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which explains why they referenced the 30 years and yeah. then they referenced his age later. Yeah. And then why did they have him so adamant or oh, why she's so adamant to write to him?
1: Yes. Uh, so he obviously gets pretty upset after he reads this letter and confronts his mom and...
0: I mean, wouldn't you be upset? Yeah, no, of course. I, I'm not it, saying... It's kind I, of a I, he's big not deal to, yeah. to be, all of a sudden find out that you were supposedly the son of, of a,
1: a billionaire, a billionaire yeah.
0: the biggest guy in Gotham at the moment, and yeah. you've been living this terrible life this whole time.
1: Yeah, no, he's not wrong in being upset. I was just, you know, relaying what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So then the next day he goes to the Wayne estate because he wants to talk to Thomas Wayne.
0: Which this is probably the biggest surprise scene I think the movie has had. I was not expecting to have any interaction with any form of Bruce Wayne.
1: Yeah, I I agree.
0: So this was a big surprise when this happened. Mm -hmm. And basically he approaches him and sticks his fingers in his mouth. Yeah. A very weird thing.
1: Yeah. Bruce Wayne is, like, a child at this point, like, playing in his, like, treehouse or something and approaches a stranger who's approaching his estate gate. So he's pretty smart, obviously. Yeah, just yeah. walks right up to yeah. him. Yeah, and then just, like, stands there and doesn't say anything. But there
0: was the nice little nod for the uh, the Batman TV show.
1: Oh, like the The, the, pole? the, the bat pole. Yeah, yeah. That
0: was a nice little nod. That's true. So, uh, so this was kind of an interesting scene where he's basically meeting what he perceives as his half-brother. Yes. Of, like, what, like, 20 years difference?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: For the first time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, obviously he doesn't say who he is, but he just kind of throws out magic clown yeah. tricks. And yeah. And it's a very awkward scene.
1: And then Alfred walks up with him, with his fingers in Bruce's mouth. It's, it's all very awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what child would just let some right. random person put their fingers in his mouth. I but don't know. Apparently Bruce.
1: Yeah. And so Alfred's like, what the hell are you doing here? And then he mentions, he's like, well, I'm Penny Fleck's son and blah, blah, blah. And Alfred's kind of like, oh, you're her son? For fuck's sakes, not this, not today. (laughs) Yeah, it's like he knew, he knew there was something that was going on. So he obviously knew there was a story behind stuff. Um, But obviously he told him to get out of there. And so he left and had to kind of figure out another way to get in contact with Thomas Wayne since he couldn't get into his house Uh, yeah so the next day he goes to some event I guess that Thomas Wayne is involved in it's like some fancy theater where there's a silent movie playing Um, and he kind of there's like a protest going on outside and so he's able to sneak in because some protester, like, punches a cop and yeah, distracts Yeah,
0: very him convenient plot very point convenient. to get him into the building.
1: Yeah, so he's able to sneak into the building, dresses as a bellhop, and, and kind of follows Thomas Wayne to the bathroom and confronts him and says, I'm your son. And Well, might... I
0: mean, it wasn't so direct. It was more just kind of like... He was very scared. It wasn't like he was just, like, getting in his face about it. Yeah. He was just like...
1: No, he was just like, I'm Penny, Penny Flex, my mom. Yeah. And whatever.
0: He was very polite.
1: He was. Yeah. No, I didn't mean that I wasn't saying it word for word. I was just... Yeah. He he was very cautious about it. And he, like, he literally said, I don't know what to say. Whenever yeah. I, and then, of course, Thomas Wayne's like, oh, you want an autograph or something? He's like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this scene was really meant to, like, reflect what a dick thomas wayne is yeah definitely like he doesn't approach this at all like sympathetic it's just kind of like fuck your mom yeah like fuck you just go away you're, yeah you're not my problem
1: yeah it kind of uh it's upsetting to think that thomas wayne is it clearly he doesn't seem like he's a good guy in this. like
0: there's a moment where he comes off like he might be a little sympathetic for him but like more just in the sense of like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But then, like, he just follows it up with complete, well, a punch to the face. Hostility, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> aggressiveness. Which I don't even feel was deserved. Yeah. Because all, all that happened was Arthur says, like, he gets upset. But it's because, like, he's calling his mom crazy. And it's yeah. like, well, I mean, who's not going to yeah take offense to someone talking yeah. ill of their mother, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, uh, Thomas Wayne says as he's walking away, if you come near my son again, I'll fucking kill you.
0: Yes. And that's kind of like a good reflection of the characters in this movie because yeah. it's like there's no good and bad in this yeah. movie. It's very gray on who these characters are and like whether they're good or bad people. Yeah, that's true. So like I kind of like that Thomas Wayne wasn't just in the light of this great person who was victimized, you know, yeah, yeah. at some point in in the origin story for Batman, but it's just like he potentially has some shady shit. Like we don't know Yeah. The details of what actually occurs between Thomas Wayne and Arthur's mother, like we don't know.
1: That's true. We don't
0: whether he's his son or not. Like it's very vague in this movie.
1: Yeah, and so basically, the the what he gets out of this meeting is that Thomas Wayne tells him that his mom is delusional and adopted him while he was while she was in the Wayne service. So she he he says, "No, you're not my son." Your mom is crazy and she adopted you, so you're not even her real son. So, of course, you're, that's gonna make somebody who is mentally a little bit unstable go even further off the rails.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, a big bombshell again to, like, not only now be told that you may have had a father, but now you're being told no. Not only do you not have a father, like you thought you did, but you were adopted. You don't even have a mother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Which, I mean, again, it's... Uh, this is just, like, another, like, big question of, like, who's telling the truth? Like, mm-hmm. this whole, like, scenario is very confusing because there's like, there's no definitive to it. It's very... He said, she said... Yeah. I kind of wanted to go into like check marks for each side of like whether Thomas Wayne is his father or not. Mm-hmm. So we have a photo of his mother younger, mm-hmm. which has the initials TW and a note about I love your smile love or smile. something. Yes. So that's potential that's evidence, evidence toward him having a relationship with his mother. Yes. So here's the thing that draws me back to he could be Arthur's father. Yeah. Is Arthur has a mental illness. Yes. Okay. His mother has a mental illness. Yes. So the odds of them both having a mental illness very similar when he's adopted. Yeah. Strikes me as odd, which tells me he may be her biological son
1: that's true which
0: then kind of adds a reality to thomas wayne potentially being his father
1: yeah that's a good point yeah
0: but then again if she does have a mental illness then it is possible she's crazy and yes you know delusional about what happened
1: absolutely yeah i feel like it really could go either way for that one there's a lot of evidence on either side
0: but then like not really so much direct evidence, but like we kind of talked about this after the movie where Thomas Wayne is in a position that he could easily make this problem go away if he was the father. If he was on The Murray Show.
2: Yeah.
0: And he says, Thomas Wayne, you are the father.
1: Yeah.
0: He could make that go away. That's true. He's got. All of Gotham in his hand. Yeah. You know, he could he could probably forge the adoption papers, he could forge Maybe. medical tests or whatever just to say yeah, that she's could, crazy. He could get
1: whatever forged. And of needs. course
0: her saying he's your son is gonna make her look crazy because he's like, Whoa, see she's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibility that he could have had this dark secret.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: But then The other side of, like, no, he's not his father is they do show an adoption paper. Yeah. But, again, that could be forged. Yeah, exactly. The mother was represented as crazy. Yeah. So, again, like, that's up in the air. She could be crazy. It could just be a...
1: Side note I just thought of. If she was actually diagnosed with a mental illness, she would not have been able to adopt a child. Right. So, she would have had to have been diagnosed after after adopting the child... In which case, like, I don't know how you could possibly make it through the kind of evaluation necessary to become an adoptive parent.
0: Also, it kind of draws to that whole concept, too, is I mean, I don't know how it was supposed to be in the 1980s, but I mean, you look at adoption today, it's very expensive.
1: And if in- like she
0: can't even take care of herself.
1: Yeah. It seems like uh,
0: How would she possibly have afforded to adopt a child, especially when she apparently didn't have a husband?
1: Yeah, that whole thing was weird, but, like, I don't know how adoption they, worked in the Because they referenced
0: the boyfriend, which... Yes, you know, like, who
1: may or may not exist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I obviously don't know how the adoption worked back then. I guess it would have been the 60s or 50s at that point.
0: Yeah, it would have been... 50s because yeah assuming he was a baby so
1: if it was more lenient back then then maybe you could have gotten away with stuff like that but i still feel like it's very likely that some of that shit was forged
0: yeah and then the last one i had for how he could not be his father which is kind of more of a a silly idea but thomas wayne punches him in the face in that bathroom yeah so i guess my natural instinct is if he was his father he wouldn't have punched him in the face
1: if he's not a shitty person
0: again true yeah I guess (laughs) even if he was his father given the circumstances he probably doesn't care yeah so I mean the movie is very much open ended in the aspects of a lot of plot points in this movie right that don't give a definitive answer to things and this is one where they raise the question of whether he is Thomas Wayne's son but there's never an answer right it's just left to the audience to interpret what they want but do you have like a one side or the other you're leaning on
1: Um, I'm leaning towards it's all a conspiracy, and he actually is. Okay. Actually is his son. Okay. Whatever, father, depending on how you look at it.
0: Yeah, I kind of was leaning that way too. Yeah. Especially with this supposed to be a standalone movie. Yes. Not being in the universe. They don't have the restrictions of like following like origin stories properly with what they've done with the DCEU because it doesn't matter. It's not the same Joker. True. It's just a nice one off story. Yeah. So that is a nice mind fuck I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To like put it in the movies, A nice mind fuck. (laughs) A nice mind fuck to to give you like something to think about. Yes. You know like really kind of dive into like whether or not he is or is not.
1: Yeah. So I believe it's after this him approaching Thomas Wayne in the bathroom after he finds out about that stuff he he goes back to the hospital um or he goes back to his house and finds that his mom is being put into an ambulance because she's um had an she, she ends has a up having a, stro- having a stroke, yeah. Um, which he doesn't find out until later. But um, he's very confused. He gets into the back of the ambulance. They go to the hospital, whatever. And then he's uh, like sitting outside the hospital, and, and some detectives walk up to him to ask him some questions. So that's when things start to get, I think, interesting. Because somebody, it's this whole.
0: That's when it starts coming to reality that yeah. uh, he's not free of his actions yes. early on on the subway.
1: Because this whole time, for me, up until this point, I'm like, how in the fuck has nobody noticed (laughs) that there was a guy?
0: (laughs) It's like, well, we don't know who did it.
1: Oh, well. Move on with our lives. Yeah. It seemed like super. There was
0: clearly an investigation in the background that they just kind of like caught up with him.
1: Yeah. And um later in the hospital he actually sees a video of himself on the Murray Franklin show which he had he'd idolized this guy and his mom he and his mom used to watch this a lot and so he sees himself on the show, which is probably a huge thing for him, and then it turns out they're making fun of him. So that probably doesn't sit too well with yeah. his uh unsteady mental status at this point.
0: He's I mean it's 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 essentially a video of him when he was doing a stand up with his date.
1: Yeah, and it's the video of the reality of the situation, which is w- him having trouble telling a joke because he can't stop inappropriately laughing because of his condition. So, of course, the person making fun of him doesn't realize there's a condition causing it and all of this stuff, but um, either way, they're clearly making fun of him and not they're laughing at him and not with him. Uh, the next day uh, goes to, I believe it's the next day, goes to Arkham Asylum and, and fi- tries to find the records about his mom because he had found out this stuff from Thomas Wayne and was like, there's no way... So he goes there to try to probably disprove this. Well,
0: I mean, he just wants answers.
1: Yeah, he wants to know. Um, And he's, through a sequence of events, able to get a, get a hold of his records,
0: his this mom's is records. A, this, and this is a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah. The clerk clearly, I, I'm not sure what his name is, but this actor, he's been in a few things recently. And he's doing he did a really good job with this scene yeah. specifically, where he, he starts out thinking he's just helping a guy yeah. look something up in an old record. And yeah. You slowly see him acknowledging and understanding the situation that this guy is unstable and should not be getting the information that he's seeking Yeah, without proper, like, authority.
1: Yeah. He tries to kind of back out of giving him the records, but um, Arthur grabs it from him and is able to read the situation about his mom and that it says that he was adopted and previously abandoned and that his mom has a delusional personality and... and, can't remember uh narcissistic narcissistic personality disorder that's the other yes. one yes um and uh and it was and it talks about the that she was found guilty of uh endangerment of her child who she had left neglect a, n- yeah. yeah neglected and uh it was like
0: handcuffed to a radiator handcuffed to a
1: radiator with a bunch of bruises and all of this stuff and, and he
0: had been beat the shit out of yes. by the boyfriend
1: yeah and he had like permanent brain damage as a result and
0: which causes the laughter
1: yes and probably a lot of other things so this is how he finds out that what all of what Thomas Wayne said was true, or at least as far as the records say. Potentially
0: true. I mean, yeah. it, it seems to fall in line with what he was saying. Yes. But again, this could all be like...
1: It could all be set a up conspiracy. That way. Yeah. So he kind of loses it, goes back to the hospital, and uh, how'd you say it? <laughs> Puts his mom to sleep. Or puts his mom Put to, her bed, to bed. Puts her to bed. Like <laughs> I mean, he kind of, did
0: many times like throughout the movie.
1: Yeah, only permanently this time. Yeah.
0: So this was probably <laughs> a big pivotal point. Yeah. Uh, the three murders on the subway was was a step in the transition. Uh huh. I think you could argue that this spot here where he kills his mother Mm -hmm. is either the turning point of being the Joker or it's a later point where he is on the way to guest on the show. Yeah, this is definitely
1: an important uh, event Related to his transition, regardless of whether it, whether it's the last one or not, it's one of the most important ones, I think.
0: Yes, I, I I'm kind of leaning toward it being the trip to the, the the filming because of what takes place during that time. Yeah. But this clearly sets in motion. His comfort with murder. yes. Uh, like, I mean, he's, there's not three random people on a subway. This is his, his mother who yeah. throughout this movie has been basically his rock yeah. up until this point that he's now like realizing that he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Yeah. And that's where he's kind of becoming in. A, he, he's being brought into a position that he's like now trying to figure out who he is.
1: Yeah. Cause he doesn't think that he can trust anyone anymore. And so now he's kind of really having to rely on himself instead of someone else.
0: So after all of his newly found information of whether he may have found truth in his mother's condition from the mental institution, Uh he goes home and he goes into his... Girlfriend's apartment and sits there on the couch, and you expect her to come in and console him on, on mm-hmm. whatever baggage she has for the day. Yeah. Uh, just to find a, a surprise that she is very uncomfortable that he's in her home. Yeah. And you get this weird confusion of, wow, why would she be weird about this if they are a thing?
1: Yeah. And then you just realize, unless you're smarter than I am, you realize, <laughs> oh, that was. That was never a
0: thing that was, it was that. So there's a twist that (laughs) he had been delusional about their relationship ever since he encountered her in the elevator in the beginning of the movie, Yeah, which brings back a lot of the interactions they had and makes them fall into place
1: yeah you understand a little bit more, more
0: more understanding as to why she was so okay with all of the weird shit he was doing it's yeah. because she never existed and yeah. it was all fantasy of what he wanted their relationship to be yeah so this is a good pivotal point for like questioning what is and is not reliable of this movie yes. for the character
1: that's true because it kind of goes from this point after that happens after sh- she kind of was like, I really need you to leave. And he does eventually. He leaves. Yeah,
0: he's very, po- she's very polite, very.
1: I feel like it? she's kind of um, cautious, but she's trying not to like panic. So that yeah, she doesn't she's panic him. Very.
0: She has composure with the yes. situation. Yeah.
1: She didn't like freak the fuck out. Yeah. But, like, she's very polite
0: might. and just says like, my daughter's in the other room.
1: Yeah.
0: Please leave. Yeah. Do you need me to call somebody? Is your Where's help? your mother? Do you need help? Yes.
1: Yeah. So of course, so he leaves or mm-hmm. we see him. Walking down the hallway, away back to his apartment,
0: and it's yes.
1: kind of left up to interpretation as to whether he did anything further or just left. Yeah, there's
0: really no answer to that. All yeah. we get is a ambulance
1: siren yeah. siren
0: in the background. Yeah, with the implication that maybe something happened that yeah. he did end up killing her.
1: It's possible,
0: but we don't have a confirmation. Right. That's another one of those vague examples of the viewers' interpretation. Yeah.
1: And I don't, I don't think he did, personally, because she didn't do anything to him. And I feel like this, the scenes, whenever he's in there and then she says, "I, what are you doing here, or whatever. There's kind of those scenes where it shows us that he, then the scenes that he thought she was there that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Kind of made me feel like it was him realizing she wasn't there as well. I don't know if that's true or not. That's a
0: good interpretation of that. I see that, that kind of annoyed me. To be yeah. honest with the movie, because yeah. I feel like, I mean, I had kind of semi-predicted that. Mm-hmm. It took me like, it was like shortly before I was like, it just hit me and was like, what if she's not real? Yeah.
1: It was in the hospital that you said that.
0: So I was like yeah. mixed. I, I, I almost had it. I yeah. thought she just didn't exist at all. Yeah. But it turns out he just, the relationship didn't exist. Yes. And so I kind of took it like when they showed the whole, like the scene with her. And then that exact scene without her. Like, yeah. for, like, the multiple things throughout the movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Her reaction to you being in her apartment was enough to tell us... Right. You did not have a relationship. Yeah. You don't need to, like... Remind ...spell us. it out on yeah. a piece of paper. I agree. She was not with him the whole time. Like, we don't need that, like, over-explanation of the situation. So I felt like that was kind of unnecessary.
1: Yeah. I can see that. But I felt... Like I said, I kind of felt like it was him realizing... Him kind of going over it in his head and saying, oh, yeah, she wasn't actually there for that. That was just my fantasy. Hmm. Yeah. So that's how I, yeah, that's how I interpreted it.
0: But you could also see it as in regards to whether he killed her or not, leaning toward yes, you could see it as he had this image of her in his head. And now that he realizes that she did not meet that, maybe she's a disappointment or he feels betrayed by that, Mm -hmm. which then could lean to that's Maybe true, he that, did. that
1: is definitely possible
0: again that's another thing they just don't really establish yeah it's just up to you to just kind of decide what you think happened
1: yeah so after this he fridges himself
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm pretty upset <laughs> that they fridged him i'm gonna be honest
1: uh what's weird is that they do that and then the next scene he's just like in bed like just hanging out
0: he was like playing with his junk right
1: Oh yeah, probably. I
0: feel like the first time we saw it I thought he was and I was like, mm-hmm. No, that's I'm just <laughs> I'm just being silly. Yeah. And then the second time I like no, he I think he's playing with his junk.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably what I And saw.
0: so I'm like, Am I the pervert?
1: <laughs> I hope not.
0: Because I'm like trying to figure out if he's playing with his junk. Yeah. Or are they the perverts for For doing it? Making a movie that millions <laughs> of people will watch him play with his junk.
1: Yeah. I mean, why not both? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was an interesting, weird little thing. He, like, takes all the shelves and shit out of the fridge and, like, gets inside of it. It was very odd.
0: Well, he was trying to escape the realities of what had just happened. It was his, like, seclusion from society.
1: Yeah. Uh, So then he gets the call from the Murray Franklin show, right?
0: Yes, this this is the point where he gets a call. I guess there was a lot of people supposedly enjoyed the skit where he was being made fun of with his video on the show. And that now they want to bring him in to do a a segment.
1: To be a guest on the show. To do like a
0: little act and to be interviewed. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I jumped the gun on that where... So, yeah, he's now going to be a guest on the show, and he schedules for, like, basically, it seems like a week from that point. Yeah. Uh, So, and then, I guess, the next day, Yeah. he is preparing for his show.
1: Yeah, next day or next couple of days, he's preparing to go to the Murray Franklin show, like, the day that he's supposed to go. So, this is probably Thursday, right? Um, Yeah. And that's when his two buddies... I don't know if you would call them buddies, but two previous co-workers. Previous co-workers, yeah. Yeah, come Former over coworkers. to, uh, like, express their condolences about his mom's death. And then um, it's actually, like, there's a there's a little person and there's a, like, the tall guy who had originally given him the gun. The
0: shady co-worker. The who shady
1: fucker, yeah.
0: Was supposedly his friend, but yeah. ratted him out about the gun that he...
1: That he gave him.
0: Willingly gave to him without being asked so for Because he's it. a dick. Yes.
1: Yeah. Clearly set him up. Uh, so they both come over and then like, then he kind of, the, the shady guy goes into like, yeah. And also they came around asking about.
0: Well, they, they come out being like, we heard about your mother. And it, it yeah. comes off like, oh, like he, are, they actually are sincerely concerned yeah. about him and want to see how he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, it's very like comedic responds of like oh i'm, I'm great blah oh, blah yeah. whatever he says like basically like being like really happy about his mother's death
1: yeah because they're like oh do you get another job and he's like no my mom died i'm celebrating
0: dressed like a the clown on
1: yeah that's true i forgot about that line
0: like so and that's kind of like examples of like his humor coming out throughout the movie where like it's coming off funnier at least to me it was like funnier yeah than like his comedy was when he was just awkward arthur
1: yes <laughs> awkward arthur <laughs> um so then the one guy goes into the kind of transitions into well they've been asking around about this clown murder situation on the subway
0: yeah and he's like I just want to make sure our stories are yeah are similar yeah aka he wants to know what he said so he could take care of arthur if he needs to to cover his tracks
1: right and this was a definitely a little bit of a surprise moment for me for this scene. Really? Yeah. I mean, I did, I knew it was gonna happen. I think, but I just like the way that it happened was so. Yeah. I oof, mean, well, they kind lot. of
0: alluded to it because when the doorbell rings or the knock or whatever happens, mm-hmm. he instantly goes
1: for a weapon. For
0: a weapon, yeah. a, pair scissors, a pair of scissors. yeah. And puts it in the back pocket, and yeah. so like he doesn't necessarily know who it is, but it's clear that he's comfortable with the idea of. If I have to shank somebody, I have to shank somebody. Yeah, you know,
1: that's true. So yeah, that's what he does. He stabs the shit out of this yeah. guy. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, another another, another, another subtle to... hint is like after he lets them in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he he locks them. puts the lock back on the door yeah. at the top there.
1: Yeah. He does the chain
0: lock. And, you know, he has a friendly conversation. And then, you know, it's very clear that all of the bullshit that the guys tell him about, like, and just making sure their their stories are right and stuff. He's yeah. just kind of like, well, you know, he's kind of eye fucking. I'm like, go yeah. fuck yourself. I yeah. know who you are. Yeah. And yeah. So he just kind of goes in for the kill. He gets close enough. Mm hmm. And he just goes for the jugular, mm-hmm. and, the and then the eye, and then he just starts smashing and his, smash head, against his head against the wall. against the wall. Meanwhile, and the the other guy, the
1: little person, guys like in the corner, like, wow, ah, why? Panicking, like, like freaking out,
0: unsure what just happened. Yeah. And then this is where we get more of like a, a comedic transition for for the Joker.
1: Yeah.
0: Is you know like he's just very casual about this, and he's like, oh, you can go. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm gonna, not gonna, hurt gonna, hurt I'm you. gonna hurt you. You you're free to go. Don't look.
1: Yeah. Just, just go.
0: Just hop over you, just go. Yeah. And and uh, this was such an uncomfortable scene. Yeah. We just watched a guy get stabbed to death mm-hmm. in the face yeah. and then crushed into a wall. Yeah. But this was the uncomfortable part for me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> True.
0: this this little person going to open the door only to realize he is locked in because of the chain lock at the top yeah too high for him to reach,
2: reach it.
0: and he has to awkwardly ask <laughs> arthur. arthur if he could please unlock the yeah. door for him to leave
1: yeah it's so so awkward
0: yeah and he his response is so like oblivious, like, oh, like, oh like I didn't yeah, realize. Like, I get it. Yeah. and so it kind of makes me wonder if, like, the lock was intended to make sure the guy that he killed wasn't going to be able to leave yeah. safely, or if it was intended to make that joke, yeah, that awkward timed humor for the Joker's personality.
1: Yeah, it's very so, interesting.
0: guess we don't know, but yeah, but you know, he gets up and he and he unlocks it, and you have that uncomfortable like settled settling moment of like is he gonna kill him yeah you know like i have yeah because he closes the door even though he's telling him i'm not gonna kill you you're free to go like i'm still sitting here thinking this is part of his sick joke yeah the joke is that he is gonna kill him yeah and then he doesn't And he doesn't
1: he gives him a kiss on the forehead. He
0: kisses him on the forehead. He said, "You're the only one who's As ever nice to me." I often do to you. Yep,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: And he says, "You've been the you've been the only one who's ever been nice to me."
1: Yeah.
0: Have a nice day or whatever. Yeah, yeah he, something like that. He's very polite to him. Yeah. And lets him out.
2: And he like and then runs. He just runs. Yeah. He fucking books it. Yeah. That was such a crazy. And it's
0: so crazy to me because it's like so. I mean, he's completely comfortable with the idea of this guy running to the police. Yeah. Like, does he not? think he's gonna like say anything
1: i don't know it's kind of he just
0: doesn't seem to care whether he's right at this yeah. point he seems like he's just comfortable just doing whatever with no concern of hiding it yeah and so this is obviously a huge step in the direction of the identity of the joker
1: that makes sense that he doesn't care though because up until this point he's decided that he's gonna go kill himself on the show right yes so he's the, like, I the don't care.
0: early in the m- movie we have a scene where he's Practicing, yeah. What he's gonna do, and he gives a very clear practice of pulling a gun out and shooting himself in the head as his quote unquote joke. Yes, that he's going to tell on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, it was like knock knock boom.
1: Yeah, to the head. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Interesting. Which
0: I guess the joke was it was death knocking on no the door.
1: One? I don't know. Yeah, maybe.
0: That unless I'm looking too far into it, I
1: don't know. It...
0: But so. He basically gets finished dressing for his. Yes, so he's got show. blood all
1: over his face at this point, so he must have. Like, I think
0: it's implied that he w- washes off because it it it's gone off. after.
1: Yeah,
0: redoes the paint. Yeah, which is another interesting point of this movie is there is no toxic chemical that puts the paint on his, you know, you know, or melts right. on yeah. his face it and is all that just, stuff. Just it's paint. just paint.
1: Yeah, it's not your standard origin story. Yeah,
0: so he. Gets dressed up. He wears maroon suit.
1: It's like an orange or red. Yeah, you're probably right. Is it an orange vest? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, an orange vest. Okay, orange vest, green shirt. It's not a
0: traditional purple suit that the Joker is used to wearing. I mean, I'm not familiar whether this type of suit is something he ever wore. But But I do like whether it was intended or not to be comic accurate or whatever for any version of the Joker. I do like that it is different than the others. Yeah. and I will say the paint design I hated it in the beginning yeah I was like this this looks weird I don't yeah. like the whole change up but this movie did a really good job at transitioning my feelings on the design of this character yeah because you see the transition with mm-hmm. with Arthur the whole time mm-hmm. and so it it makes it feel like the character
2: yeah
0: when you do eventually see him as the full display of right. the suit and right. the paint. Yes. You know, he dyes his hair green. Yeah. He puts the white paint on. He even puts them on his tongue, which I didn't get. I don't
1: understand that either. Just uh, evidence that he's crazy, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah. And then uh, he goes about his day. And this is the scene where they do the, the reflection of, of how he was when he was going in yes. and to now how he's leaving. Yeah. You know, he's he's leaving, going down the stairs. He's happy. He's yeah, he's like in love with around. life. Yeah. And he's just... A completely different person it's like he fully embraced who he wanted to be yeah and so
1: and then like maybe two-thirds or three-quarters of the way down the steps is whenever the cops find yeah
0: he's near the end of the steps yeah. doing his dance and the police show up and they are looking for him yeah which i think at this point it's safe to say they already suspected him of the three people on the subway mm-hmm. uh his mother is now dead after he was just there yeah. the night before yeah if we're to believe the, girlfriend. F- the imaginary girlfriend. girlfriend, yeah. Uh, if we're to believe that she was murdered, yeah. I think it's safe to say that that's a probably a part of their looking for him. And then I guess if they had any venture into his apartment after he left, then, then that's another yeah. <laughs> red flag.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so I bit. think
0: take your pick. They are pretty confident that they need to get a hold of him they
1: have some pretty good reasons to question so they're
0: following point. him chasing him down and he starts running
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh he books it to the subway yeah where by at car. this point yes yeah he does get hit by a car yeah and then
1: which, just keeps running which is kind of insane
0: to me Yeah. well it's another reflection too of like the first scene where when he's chasing those kids who stole a sign yes he almost gets hit by a car
1: yeah
0: and then uh this is like the same thing he does get hit by a car but then he keeps going yeah uh so and then at this point society is very much in like a destructive path where uh the buildup of the subway murders has kind of expanded out to upper class versus lower class war yeah in the city that has created like this clown identity of It's like
1: the the under or the lower class hero is the clown symbol. Yeah. Um, They're identifying with this guy because they're like, fuck all the rich people that are like treating us like shit kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So he's kind of sparked this revolution that he didn't intend to spark with the murders. Mm -hmm. People don't know it's him yet, but it's kind of inspired people to want to like stand up and make a, a message of how they feel the class... The classes are being segregated, I guess, in this city. Yeah. And so I here's the part where I think he could potentially be turning fully into the Joker. He runs into the subway. Mm-hmm. The two detectives are chasing him. Mm-hmm. They get in. They don't know where he is. They just know he's in there. He's mixed in with all of these... You know, rioters and and delinquents who are all dressed like clowns. They all have the mask on that, that was created under his, like, whatever sketch from the crime. Yeah. And then he tries to hide through going to the different carts. They catch him, pull out their gun. Somebody jumps on one of the detectives and then he gets shot, which spawns this huge outpour of violence on them.
1: Yeah. Because uh, he, as Arthur is going through the cars, he grabs somebody's mask, right? He takes somebody's mask off of them. And then the guy that he took the mask from like looks and he gets knocked into some other guy. And then the other guy attacks the guy who, whose mask that was That is something
0: that happened, but that wasn't what I was talking about. Oh, okay. But yes, that is a it's another started
1: an spawn
0: of yeah. mayhem in, yeah. the, in the subway train. Yeah. And so while all of this is happening, the detectives are being assaulted. He gets away. Well... First, he stops to to relic in his success and dance (laughs) in front of them with them seeing him. Yeah. Throws the mask away and then continues on his way to the studio. Yeah. Where he's then getting ready for the show Mm -hmm. in his uh, private room. His dressing room. His dressing room.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. One thing I wonder is, you know, it had written on the mayor, put on a happy face. Mm-hmm. Did he write that? I believe so. Okay. I thought it would be weird for somebody else to write it, but at that point I wasn't sure. Yeah, if I, I, I assumed
0: it. it was just him. Okay. And I think at this point he's realized that he's created something bigger than himself.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: his intent to kill himself on live television, I think, has turned into a different motivation. Yeah. So he gets introduced to uh, Murray Franklin... Mm-hmm. And he has a nice talk with him, whatever. He's, like, very friendly with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Not at all
0: the character that you see in, like, the TV show, like, scenes. Yeah. And and uh, he re- has one request of him. If he could call him Joker. Yeah. When he introduces him on the show. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, okay, why not? And then, uh, so, he's doing his weird dance kind of getting into like this trance of yeah of his character i guess as yeah. he's waiting for the curtains to open yeah to do his introduction mm-hmm. you know they replay the video of him on the on the tv
2: mm-hmm.
0: of, of the scene when he was doing the jokes earlier and he is introduced as joker yeah he comes out very charming very like sly and dancing has the yeah. moves yeah very uh charismatic yeah Not at all the character you feel like you've seen up until right before the subway. Mm -hmm. And they have a a little conversation, you know. He's trying to say things and and the host is very much making jokes at his expense with what he says. Not necessarily anything like harmful, but just kind of more...
1: Kind of snarky.
0: Yeah, kind of just more justification that like... He's not being treated right.
1: Yeah.
0: In his mind. hmm And so he asks for a joke. He goes and f- pulls his book out. You know, and this is another example. He's like...
2: Oh, he got a book.
0: Oh, he's got a book. Oh, yeah. and then like he's looking for a joke. And then finally he comes up with one. Knock, knock. And he's like, oh, you had to look that up. You know? Yeah. Very, yeah. very belittling. Yeah. Toward his, toward his joke. And then he's like, I just want to make sure I get it right. You know? Yeah. And then this is where the breaking point, I think, happens for the character where he makes this little speech about, oh, well, he makes a couple bad jokes. Yeah. About murder. Yeah. And then he ends up telling the that. truth. Yes. About killing those three subway people. Yeah. And then the audience all thinks this is a joke. Yeah. And he's just really bad at telling jokes. But no, he's like, this is not a joke. Yeah. I did it. Blah, blah, blah. And instead of coming off like he was defending himself, he just basically kind of throws himself under the bus and acts like he did it because they deserved it yeah you know which i thought was interesting because you could totally argue that it was self-defense to an extent yeah obviously nobody was there maybe
1: not the third one to
0: know that the third one wasn't yeah but the initial two were self-defense
1: yeah that's true so i
0: thought it was kind of interesting that not only did he admit to killing them but he embraced that he did it because he wanted to
1: yes because they were awful as he says
0: And so this gets into a weird situation where they start to acknowledge that he did it, but then they kind of more turn into like this like debate about the ethics of the murder rather than it being like an awkward, like somebody get the police right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: so the, the conversation continues and that's where he starts to break down, not so much in his ability to function but just kind of like his anger is starting to come out about all of this build-up he's had about how he's been treated how he's been ignored and, yeah you know and then that's where he comes into his final line of or final joke of you know like, what do you get when you well, i don't remember what it was when you
1: cross a mentally ill something with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash yeah
0: something very similar to yes that. And, then, and then and then he pulls his gun out and when you think he's gonna shoot himself boom he shoots murray franklin in the face yeah and blows his brains all over the set yeah
1: it's fucking crazy
0: very instant you yeah. do not expect it
1: yeah because you see him look at his little book and his book has this joke quote you, thing. you
0: see the line that is about killing hope himself
1: my death makes more sense than my life
0: yeah. And sense is spelt with a C, like a C as, in, as money. in
1: money. So I think at that point is when he kind of was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to kill myself here. I, need this to, is the pivotal this point is, this is what I'm talking about. Where yeah. His
0: whole commute from his apartment yeah. to the studio. Mm-hmm. I feel like he got the reality that this is bigger than him now. Yeah. And that he has started something that he can now bring his, as he's put the whole movie, uh, he can bring smiles or laughter or whatever it was. Yeah. To to society, like yes. that's what his his mother said he you were put on this earth to do that. Yeah. And now I think he's realizing that that's his quote unquote duty, and so you know he has a speech or whatever he does after to the camera, and then yeah, he's tackled yeah off camera, and it's very chaotic. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was a lot, and then you see like the city is rioting and being crazy.
0: Yes, and so this part of the movie gets very Nolan-esque to me. Mm-hmm. It very much feels like the Dark Knight movie, where the the tone is just very well, you know chaos. There's no there's no order.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's just destroying things, and so we we get a very embraced Joker here. Yeah, even he's in the police back of the police car and he's still content and and yeah and happy with what he's done mm-hmm. and he's just kind of embracing it
1: yeah he's like looking around smiling and yeah. kind of giggling about it and yeah the he's cop acknowledging
0: is like, what he's done and how it's what you know he's always wanted yeah and then we get a sudden impact of a stolen ambulance t-boning the police vehicle mm-hmm. which i presume kills the
1: i think so yeah the
0: police officers in the front really seat injured them. at least takes them out of the situation yes and then this is where i think it gets very symbolic yes this part i really took note of uh so he is taken out by the two men who were in the ambulance mm-hmm. you know obviously followers of his cause that mm-hmm he didn't necessarily make intentionally um they recognize who he is Mm -hmm. acknowledge that he's the guy that they're all basing their their whatever views on yeah pull him out of the police vehicle and put him on the hood Mm -hmm. in a very
1: jesus-like yes (laughs) crucifix yeah i guess
0: crucificial way. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, true. Uh, did do that. They they kinda of put him in that position on the hood of the police vehicle. Yeah, that's true. And so this is where I feel like that moment is supposed to be his sacrifice mm-hmm. for what he would deem the greater good for the people. Okay. His people, you know, which would be all of the rioters. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from this.
1: Right. That makes sense.
0: And then I believe they kind of pan over to highlights of the chaos going around. Mm-hmm. You see the theater, the traditional yes. scene of, you know, Bruce and his parents leaving the theater. Only this time it's in chaos, not just like them leaving the movie. Yeah. And he's trying to, you know, Thomas Wayne is trying to get his wife and son out of there. He goes down the alley. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you see a random rioter hanging on the corner follow them down shoot him in the chest you know he says you get what you deserve thomas wayne or something to that extent Mm -hmm. shoots him in the chest pulls off the 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 pearl necklace off of yeah his wife as you, you always see yeah as he shoots her and then you get this moment of well fuck yeah. The tie-in of the Joker killed Bruce Wayne's parents, but yeah. he didn't directly kill them. It was a very cool yeah. take on, I agree. on that I really crossing that. paths of the characters. Yeah. And so we get a lot of those chaos shots throughout the city. You get that significant scene. And then we get more to the Joker laying on the t- or on the hood of the car,
2: mm-hmm.
0: finally waking up to what's going on gets up realizes he's bleeding out of his mouth what does he do puts his fingers in his mouth because he likes doing that to mouths yeah he likes to finger mouths a lot
1: (laughs) he sure does
0: so he does that gets the blood on his fingers from his mouth and smears up and makes this traditional joker smile that everyone sees yeah and then he turns around to this rioting crowd and they all cheer him on as he embraces he
1: starts his... who
0: he is and what he's done, and then he starts dancing Yeah. on it's the like hood of this weird car. Dance thing. Yeah, and there's like a patio chair being held up in the yes. back. It was very confusing. Yeah. Like, are they gonna put him like, in a chair? And
1: I found this, yeah. and I'm
0: holding it up. <laughs> it's like the only yeah. random item in the background yeah. of the scene. Yeah. Everything else is like what you would expect at a rioting yeah. thing, like baseball bats, shit like that. Yeah. But no, this is just like a weird plastic chair yeah never used just kind of there yeah uh and then so he embraces this moment i believe they you hear the sirens of the police officers Mm Whatever. i believe at this point they just pan to the they cut
1: to the asylum asylum where he's just
0: in a room being talked to
1: yes that's true
0: okay at this point we are to believe that he is fully the joker and he is fully in custody He's brought to the asylum for what he did. Uh, we do not have any particular time frame of when this takes place. Whether it's directly after the next day, if it's weeks, months, yeah, years later... It did kind of feel like he w- looked like he was a little like older, but yeah. I don't know. I-
1: it could been, It could have been coincidence, but um, I feel like there's multiple options as far as how this story plays out as for what we observed in the asylum. Uh, yes, we could be seeing him however long later after this, all of this stuff happened after he'd been recaptured. But like, when did he get re-arrested? I don't. There's a question as to continuity between At the end. You see him like, oh, I'm great in front of, in the middle of my riding people, and then, yes. then, you, then you cut to him in asylum. So you're like, well, what happened? How did he get captured again?
0: Yeah, there, we don't know the, yeah. the time frame maybe to, between those scenes. Yeah, or if there ever was one.
1: Right, because there's we also don't... the possibility that it's not that way. Um, like you could, it could be that he embellished. So like. So, maybe the story is mostly true, but he embellished a lot of it, and so some of the details where he's a suave, smooth individual maybe were just his his coverings up of not that good of scenarios on his side. Um, so, like, he's been, he could be locked up for years later, and so same thing, you don't know when he got rearrested, but you could also have the alternative that some people have pointed out, which is that it was all hallucination.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, is you could, uh, there's no really telling Perhaps this whole story Mm -hmm. was just in his head. And I know that's, like, the first thing someone thinks when they hear that kind of a thing is an eye roll, right? Yeah. But, like, what kind of proves that could be a thing that this never even happened, and it's just him, like, daydreaming, essentially, during this interview Mm -hmm. at the asylum, is the... The worker asks him because mm. he laughs you know they, they they the first shot is up close to his face in the yeah. asylum after what just took place
2: mm-hmm.
0: in this chaotic night mm-hmm. and then he's kind of like thinking and you sh- they, they kind of show the like, the highlights of like Bruce Wayne you know standing by his parents dead in the alleyway which I thought would be perfect if they had uh, like a cameo of Commissioner Gordon yeah. with him yeah talking to him or, or consoling him like mm-hmm while like he's there you know like something kind of like a little more of a nod to yeah. that moment
1: yeah
0: that would have been cool but so like they show that and then he kind of just giggles yeah a little bit he laughs of some sort and and you know she asks him well, what's so funny he's like oh I thought I was, of a joke or something thinking of a joke yeah. yeah and she goes you want to share it and he's like you, you wouldn't, wouldn't get, get it. it yeah and that was such a great moment for this because it kind of comes to light that like he's accepted who he is. He doesn't care what other people think of him. Yeah. Essentially, he's yeah. not trying to get acceptance anymore. He's just this is for me. Yeah, this isn't about you anymore. Mm-hmm. And and so like it kind of was really telling of where the character's gone, assuming that this all happened. Yeah. But it kind of comes to the mindset, too, that, like, he maybe was just imagining this whole thing, that whole interview with her, and that was, like, the, the joke was the whole story. Yeah. And so, like, maybe none of this even happened. maybe Because yeah. early in the movie, they make the reference to but, how he had been in the asylum at one yes, point. Yes, yes. And and then later on when he's trying to get the information from the asylum yeah he's asking the guy he's like so how does somebody get into this place like i don't like it's like yeah. he can't fathom the idea of ever yeah being put in here like like he doesn't get how someone could could be deemed crazy right but they had acknowledged that he had been in there earlier in the story so so this kind of makes me wonder if maybe talking about how he had been there before was reference to he is in there yeah and maybe he never left and this was him the whole time being in there. Uh, and then... That's true. We get another vague moment of you don't know what happens inside that room. You just see the hallway, him walking out. And at some point you start seeing blood footprints yeah. on the ground as he's walking. Yeah. And then you kind of realize that maybe he just killed the lady. Yes. That he was in the room with. Mm-hmm. Or it could be another delusion. We don't know. That's true. It could. Just another vague moment of of. there's really no conclusion to this plot point.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So we just see him getting chased at the end by... Uh, An
1: orderly you know, or something, yeah.
0: Yeah, people that work at the asylum mm-hmm. trying to catch him. I mean, he's handcuffed. He's yeah. clearly not in a state that he could realistically get out as far as we are aware. Yeah. And so that's kind of the end of the movie i think it just says the end yeah and the same font mm-hmm. and color as the movie started with joker mm-hmm. and it was a very satisfying yet uh open questioned conclusion to this i'd say yeah like i i feel like i have so many questions like you know like we don't know a lot of these plot points whether like what happened what the the, the canon i guess you would say is yeah of the story but at the same time like i'm very much content with what was given to us and if I never got anything else I think I'd be okay yeah because like as you know we we all know it's not a DCEU movie yeah it's its own thing I mean money does talk so who fucking knows at some point they might force a, a swap in there if they really really want to that's true so I guess that kind of draws into the question of this character the Joker well a few things how did you feel about his portrayal Joaquin Phoenix?
1: Um, I thought it was really good. I it was a really interesting take on it, and I was I was worried about it originally because I did really enjoy Heath Ledger's Joker so much. I thought it was just so artfully done. So I was not expecting to be as impressed, but I was I was very I think Walking Phoenix did a really impeccable job with the character that he was provided. Like especially with the whole mental illness situation and
0: Yeah, he definitely yeah. did research and, and yeah. really developed how he wanted the character to yeah. to respond to situations in this world.
1: Yeah. And expecting a darker version of the Joker. Like there's some aspects in the comics that are more lighthearted and like like I'm just dicking around or whatever so it's obviously not that type of joker. This joker is the darker.
0: Well, I mean there are some very dark. Yes. comic. Yes. Jokers. So it's
1: it's one of those ones rather than one of the more lighthearted ones. So I think I think you did a really great job.
0: Yeah. I mean, would you say he's the best best of them or do you who do you think is the best so far? I know they're very like different takes. So it's kind of hard to say like who's the best, but I guess who's your favorite is the more accurate question. I'm
1: gonna have to stick with Heath Ledger. Okay. Um, because in my mind, the villain, the Joker. This isn't how they. This is not an the or that's not their. It's not his story. Like in my mind, he's more of a like psychopath or whatever Mm -hmm. who's just like wants to spread chaos. Yeah. Not because he has some mental other other mental illness besides just being a psychopath.
0: Yeah. I I got the feeling that like. I could see this Joker being the Joker from the Dark Knight. Like, this is his origin story, and then that was him. Like, later on, after he gets the experience and, like, exposure to, like, the crime realm of... Like, it just... I felt very much, like, the transformation of Arthur into the Joker in this movie. I kind of told you that, like, after the first time, like, Arthur just without... The costume, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I could see him being the Joker. Like, he felt like a very grounded, livable Joker yeah. in this world. Yeah. Even without the face paint and all that mm-hmm. stuff. When they get to the point where he does all the costume, the suit, the face paint, like, he he came off very cartoony to me. Yes, and like he felt like a completely different character, like a, yeah. just a different person. Like yeah. I, didn't, I there was even times where I forgot it was Walking Phoenix
1: yes. under
0: the mask.
1: Yeah, he didn't mask with paint. <laughs> yeah,
0: like like I legitly like didn't feel like it even looked like him. Yeah, and of course he's wearing fucking paint. So yeah, but like I didn't even see his face anymore. It was very like transformative to me, like what he did. And so, like the build up to the the last scene where he gets to the studio and does what he does, is Mm -hmm. it made me feel like that built up to he could like be the Joker from the Dark Knight. I I know they're not the same character, but like I feel like it kind of hinted that he could be that.
1: He could become that
0: that person who's like all about chaos. Yeah. Seeing what he's seen and then like creating like the whole night of terror after right. the studio shooting. Yeah. And like, I don't, I, I know they're completely different. But, yeah, like, no, I, I totally agree. I that. definitely saw that Joker in the, the ending. I did too. Of this movie. Yeah.
1: The only difference that I, that I'm still seeing is like, yes, I can see what you mean that this, this Joaquin Phoenix's Joker could mature to become Heath Ledger's Joker in his actions. I still feel though the way they behave. I don't know that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, that this Arthur Fleck would ever get to the point where he's confident to do a bunch of stuff. Like, I feel like the the kill or like the yeah like the murdering Mm. after that he seems like he gets more confident and I get the feeling from Heath Ledger's Joker that he didn't need to kill someone to feel more confident he was just like I think this is hilarious I'm gonna fuck with you so he didn't have that same weakness if you will in my opinion like I thought he just enjoyed fucking with people and ruining things but I didn't feel like he needed that release of killing someone to be persistent with his persona does that make sense yeah. But again that's like a mental illness situation. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean I feel like the dark knight version he had mental illnesses too.
1: In that he had no remorse for his actions or and other things yes yeah
0: i mean he had some diagnosis whatever i don't remember exactly what they were in the movie but Mm -hmm. it was portrayed that he had a psychological issue it wasn't just that he just a mean person
1: right no he was had psychological problems of course but i mean he didn't have like a brain damage like a physical issue with his brain so i
0: guess what you're saying is the difference is heath ledger's Mm -hmm. joker was just a terrible person yes and he didn't care about his actions yes. whereas this one is because of his surroundings the victimizing scenarios he was put in yes. he has no control of his actions as of well.
1: Yeah, but limited control
0: limited yes. I guess because yes. he's very he there's, there's moments where he's very clear that he because it seems like he's consciously aware that what he's doing is wrong, but he's okay with it... Yes. ...throughout this movie as he's progressing... ...to the Joker. Yes. Like, he acknowledges the things that he does are not acceptable, but then he... Because, like, obviously he wouldn't hide the three killings otherwise... Right. ...in the beginning. Exactly. He wouldn't have been, like, worried about being caught. Yeah. But as, you know, the movie progresses, he's not worried over time. He just slowly doesn't care. I agree. So, okay.
1: So... Do you agree? Do you, do you think that it matches what is expected of the character that Walking Phoenix is?
0: Yeah, yeah, he did a phenomenal yeah. job. Okay. I, I think he did a great job. I Again, like, I kind of went into this not expecting it to mean anything because yeah. it's not a part of the universe. It's clearly was intended to be an artsy mm-hmm. origin story. You know, a completely drastic change to what people know mm-hmm. or expect. And so I was... I guess I had low expectations in the sense of like, I guess, just not wanting... It to be part of the, you know, DCEU. So, like, it just didn't yeah. matter to me. And yeah. so, like, I guess I was, was satisfied because it was just, as a movie, it was just so good. Yes. Just as a movie, it was... It yeah, was
1: regardless of its ties to anything. So
0: satisfying. Yeah. And um so, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably say I kind of think I liked this Joker more than okay. the Dark Knight one. I liked them both, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think I enjoy the spiral of this character's development Mm-hmm. you don't really get that in that that's one that's true you just know him as what he is yes and you get those different stories of like oh you know how i got my scars and like yeah. you don't know because he just keeps lying so yes. like you don't know is he just a fucking terrible person or that's does he true. have a victimizing story as well you that's
1: know? true it would be interesting it would have been interesting to see an origin story of that joker
0: Mm-hmm. but at the same time that movie did a great job at uh without giving you the origin story giving you a background that yeah like you don't know what it is like you you feel like there's a lot of depth to that character because mm-hmm. of it yeah um but i would have to say that this one is probably my favorite so okay. far okay so he's definitely killed a lot of people in this movie yeah Um, so not to say that he was justified in, in what he did, but it did kind of seem like he had some form of a moral compass, if you will, toward who he chose to kill and not kill. Yes. At least the ones we know of for sure happening.
1: Yes. True. Uh,
0: like we said, we are very vague on whether or not the imaginary girlfriend character Sophie was murdered or not. Yeah. Uh, They didn't necessarily show it.
1: Mm -hmm. So we can't be sure if it happened or didn't. So we
0: don't know. But it seems like the ones that were killed were people that in his mind deserved it or at least were not good people.
1: Right. I agree. It seems like he had, because like you said, I killed them because they were awful. And his idea was that these people were shitty people, and they didn't deserve to continue living because they were just yeah. n- not good in society. And I
0: guess that's why. So his mother met that criteria once she had, from what he understood, betrayed her with his yes, his adoption or yeah. or secret father, whatever the story was that was left in the dark. Yes. So you know, in the in the end, this movie is pretty much a. Telling of the Joker story, one bad day, and I would say it's pretty successful in what story it was intending to tell. Uh, whether it has the implication of Batman origin at some point, I I feel they did a great job with this character and in introducing the audience to somebody who was created from his surroundings.
1: Yeah, he really was a product of society's abandonment, if you will.
0: Yeah, and you know it, it, essentially with the the point of the movie was, yeah. is, you know, we've kind of discussed the mental illness aspect and how they wanted to portray that. Mm-hmm. And I think it did a great job at kind of questioning, you know, what happens to, to people when you... Throw them away. Yeah, or just, I just mean, I guess, in just simple terms. Don't put as much focus on yeah. on problems that, you know, are yeah a construct in society. Yes. Because sometimes you just don't see things until it's too late.
1: Yeah, you don't always notice someone going through all their life and living a subpar situations and things like that. It's, it's good that a movie like this can highlight that there are problems underneath the surface we don't always notice.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess kind of going on that whole implication of the Batman origin. I know we obviously, again, establish this is not intended to be anything more than a one-off movie. Yeah. But suppose they did continue this story mm-hmm. in this whatever realm of the joker Mm -hmm. how would they do that with the the age gap they've put between him and bruce wayne i mean is it possible is that is that a limitation for the future if they did want to go anywhere with that or is it just kind of implied that he's able to handle his own even with a 20 year age gap
1: yeah i don't think about i don't think that's a possibility because like Batman's supposed to be like unreasonably fit and has all of this like tech to make him stronger and all that and mm-hmm. then Arthur in this is even at the end kind of like he just seems very weak um
0: yeah and that's another thing we never weak. even really touched on in this is like he is just very bony he's so skinny lanky and lanky and oh there's some scenes where he's like
1: doing his dancing his rib cage is showing it's a lot and like
0: he Joaquin Phoenix really established his dedication.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> With this
0: movie, he he lost, I think, it was like fifty pounds Something for this like role. That, yeah. And it's not like he was a fat fuck like me. <laughs> I, he, like, how the hell did he lose that much weight with with how skinny he was already like, was? Didn't
1: eat at all. So yeah, I think just given that alone, if they did decide that this is somehow going to be tied into Batman, they would have to go the route of. This Joker is a symbol that causes another Joker or other Jokers to come along later and kind of use this image as their standing point. So
0: kind of like the No One concept of Batman being a
1: a symbol. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they use a different word, but yeah, yeah, a beacon or something. A beacon,
1: yeah, something like that. Like I feel like for this iteration. He himself is not going to work out as the actual Joker. He would have to inspire someone else to be the Joker.
0: Mm, I mean, they could work it if they really wanted to. They could go the Jason Todd route if they really wanted to. And if they desperately needed to tie it into the DCEU stuff that they've already done, Mm -hmm. since they have established that jared leto joker a few movies now yeah i mean it doesn't sound like he's gonna continue yeah. it, it sounds like that's pretty much dead yeah but if they truly wanted to continue that whole arc they could potentially do that as a he's like the jason todd that was expected him to be you mm, know that, okay. that was the big suspicion was he was going to be jason todd okay and that was gonna be that whole story arc okay hence why the robin was dead
1: right well, I assume that could work then.
0: Because the math would probably work with the age yeah. range because he could, this one could Yeah, brainwash him into being that Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, they have options if they truly want to.
2: Yeah.
0: But I imagine that they won't go anywhere with this unless Joaquin Phoenix is on board to do more. Yeah. Which he's not really known for doing sequels. So right. it would probably take him to really want to dive into this character further Yeah, in order to get that to happen. That's true. I think at the most you would get a trilogy. Yeah,
1: definitely not. For a
0: Joker solo trilogy, I think is the the most you would get out of him Mm -hmm. personally. But uh, so yeah, this movie was very dark. Yes, Um, quite. At least at particular moments of the movie, it was dark. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like it was a slow burn most of the time. In fact, our first showing, I feel like there was some jackasses behind us who were like crying about how boring the movie was it's like then then fucking leave then leave yeah no one no one made this movie out to be anything more than the trailer Mm -hmm. showed so i don't know it was very clear there was no batman in this movie yeah
1: i don't know what they expected i thought it was really good for what it was
0: so final takeaways from this movie it was dark it was raw it was uncomfortable
1: very uncomfortable
0: and it left left me wondering what actually happened Because there is so much delusional imagery in this movie Mm -hmm. that you just don't really know what actually occurred and what was in his head. Yeah. Which I think was perfect storytelling for this character. Definitely. So we don't know who his father is. We don't know if his mother was crazy. We don't know why he was fridged.
1: (laughs) We don't know if he killed Sophie.
0: We don't know if he killed Sophie. We don't know if any of this ever happened or if it was just yeah. in his head while yeah. in Arkham Asylum.
1: Exactly. Or even if it's, some of it happened but other parts didn't. It's very... Ugh.
0: You know what else we don't know? What? If he ever got that sign back.
1: I'm pretty sure he didn't. But you're right. We don't know.
0: Well, I guess he technically had the sign back. It was just broken. Yeah. On its face. Yeah. So.
1: So I think he just left it there.
0: I mean, I would have brought the guy the sign and be like, here's your fucking sign.
1: Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because that guy was a dick.
0: So the takeaway is, don't go into this movie expecting a conclusive ending.
1: Or a lighthearted adventure.
0: Yeah, or just a good time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a good time. <laughs> yeah.
0: It will definitely be uncomfortable.
1: It might not be. Might be, be
0: it, even a bad mood on the way home from it, this. It
1: might not be a date night movie. Like, I think it works for us, but depending on who you are. I think you have to have both parties interested in seeing it. Yeah, definitely. this is definitely
0: not a impress the chick you're trying to go out with
1: yeah definitely
0: definitely not that kind of a movie yeah unless she's into like dark
1: super dark evil then maybe it would depressing scenery yeah but we warned you so
0: (laughs) yeah could you imagine like somebody getting like pregnant off of the mood of the joker like setting them this movie setting the mood for them like hooking up and then and then you're like a joker baby
1: that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird tangent to go on. <laughs>
0: what about a tangent. I just, like, okay. thought it would be kind it's of funny. You know, like, like, sports, like...
1: Oh, yeah. Like
0: sporting events. Like, when, like, teams succeed, they get, like... Like, that city gets, like, pop, like higher population yes. of baby birds yes. in, like, a certain time period. Yes, that's true. It's like, what if, like, these kind of movies do that, too?
1: What's uh, nine months from last week?
0: <laughs> October would be uh july july yeah Yeah. so in july so mid
1: july babies We'll we'll look yeah.
0: at the the population of mid july babies yeah in 2020 and we'll see if it seems higher than usual
1: yeah a bunch <laughs> of babies with green hair are born
0: yeah they don't know who their dad is
1: yeah or their mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well we covered it right i
0: okay. think unless there's anything you can think of any any last thoughts on this movie
1: i say go see it and tell people to go see it and don't
0: like would you recommend it to anybody or a particular person or no. do you think it's something that everybody should see for its commentary or...
1: I think it's a really good movie to see for a social commentary on the status of mental illness and how it's viewed in society and social unrest and how that can affect things because I think there are a lot of parallels to be drawn in the societal norms of this movie and today. <laughs>
0: Do you think it? Do you think that it over victimized him though, or do you think it was pretty?
1: No, I think it consistently
0: still, done to a point sh- that you know he's the bad guy.
1: I think you can still tell that he's the bad guy, but I think it raises a great point that we need to try to figure out a better way to deal with mental illness in society and uh, find a way to take care of people better in healthcare and whatnot, so that hopefully people like that could get the help that they need to not resort to weird, crazy violence crap, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, that would be nice.
1: Yeah, be yeah, ideal. Obviously, I don't know that there's a perfect solution to that, but I think it's, even if somebody doesn't give a shit about comic book movies, it's still worth a watch if you care about political commentary, I suppose. Yeah, I am
0: mean, like, kind of as we said earlier, it's certainly not even so much about all of that as it is just more of a. I mean, it's not like a superhero movie really in the sense of, yeah. obviously, there's no superhero. Right. But I guess not an anti-hero or yes. whatever villain movie whatever that whatever you want to categorize it within the franchises of superheroes yeah it's more just a case study yes on a person a character development yes
1: given a certain type of person thrown into a certain situation biopic if you will yes it's showing what can happen given a certain situation so yeah i think i would recommend it to most people
0: yeah i think yes i think it's a movie that that people should see Mm -hmm. and it definitely is not for children. No. Um, not at all. Hasn't seen the stop parents.
1: <laughs> yeah. There have been kids in like every single... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you thought Deadpool was inappropriate to bring kids to, this is sure as hell inappropriate to bring kids to. Yeah. But hey, yep. didn't stop any anybody <laughs> that we saw. So so yeah, so that's our review on Joker. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. You could find me on social media at Classy Cat Dad on Twitter and Instagram.
1: And once Sh- again... We have a new email, dtfpod at gmail.com. Feel free to send us suggestions or tell us how wrong we are. That's fine, too. Um, Any kind of communication is welcome. Thank you for listening.
0: And just remember, that's life. (laughs) Yep.